Okay. Mm. Hold on. I need light. Ow. Hmm. Okay. Mm. I'm alive. Hello. Uh, nothing much. Um, it's been a busy ass week. I watched. I watched a lot of stuff. Uh, but yeah. not the thing that I should have watched. I, I tried to watch Attack on Titan. I started the dub, and then I was like, "Damn, I don't like this." And then I stopped watching it. And then I watched a bunch of Batman movies instead because I was on a Batman high. Um, so uh, I have to restart Attack on Titan subbed because the dub is weird. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I watched a bunch of Batman movies and kind of nothing else. That's kind of all I did. Um, I rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy. I rewatched. Um, I watched the the Batman movies for our thing. I watched the Batman twice. Um, I watched Gotham Knight twice as well. Technically, I watched Mask of the Phantasm again, and then I saw a handful of other ones. But I watched the Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton. That one was boring. I did not like that one at all. But rewatching the Dark Knight trilogy was very good. Uh, I like those movies a lot. Um, I think that's the only thing worth mentioning that I watched. Uh, yeah, did you watch anything else? Um, no. No? I've, I'm like in like episode five of Sunny Boy. So I guess oh, we'll talk really? About that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I guess we'll talk about that next one. Yeah, I think I got... How far did I get? I think I got three, four episodes into it. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You can you can talk about that if you want. Uh, no, I would. I'm gonna say that. Okay. Um. What I've really been doing is playing Elden Ring. Oh, really? <laughs> wow, man, that's mainstream now. Everybody is a Dark Souls boy. It's very interesting how like that game's like super popular. I would never expect everybody would just be playing it, but is it good? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the gimmick this time? I I've been seeing people make memes, but I don't really know what. How is it different from Dark Souls? I don't know. I never played Dark Souls. I guess uh, this is this way more open world. I see. I feel like um, Dark Souls is already open world, but I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I guess it's more open world. Is it hard? <laughs> Is it? No? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I would like to play it, but it seems long. It seems like, like an RPG, like a whole ass game. It's co-op too, kind of. I mean, all Dark Souls games are kind of co-op, but I heard the co-op's easier. It's not like impossible to figure out in this one. I you know why I got this game. Because everybody else got it. No. Huh? Because I, I've always heard of Dark Souls. I never wanted to play Dark Souls. Cause I knew what how hard it was. Mm-hmm. I got this game because I saw the Gut Sword. 
<laughs> the gut sword is in Dark Souls, though. I know. <laughs> okay, is it actually the gut sword? I feel like I know that it yeah. is. It is a reference, but it always looks like a little different, and it's like, hmm, okay. Looks like the gut sword to me. Okay, <laughs> is the armor there? Is his armor there? Yeah. It wasn't. No. It wasn't. Um, I think it was in the other Dark Souls game, like the the Dark Souls game that had the sword. I think the armor was in that, which is interesting. I don't think armor. Fuck. But the sword, sword looks cool though. Damn. Yeah, I might. Uh, I I hope that I'll I could pick up that game at some point in the near future. Probably won't play it now. It's very very interesting that that's like the game that everyone's talking about. I have no idea how it like became mainstream but it's gaming fucking dry <laughs> what gaming's dry so everyone has to resort to fucking <laughs> to torture <laughs> to masochism yeah. yeah yeah gaming's always been dry i really want to get that uh that sifu game the like martial oh, yeah. arts like old boy karate thing that like looks really fun to me and it looks short it looks like a short little ps5 next gen game it's indie but it's high production that's probably the yeah, first game probably. i'll get i'll probably get that on ps5 that's like the first game i'll buy when i get a ps5 but yeah um so i guess i guess we'll just get started um we watched four movies did you watch you watched all four mm-hmm. All right, so Batman, Gotham Knight, Mask of the Phantasm, Dub Batman, and Wicked City. Do you want to start with um, Wicked City and then do the Batmans, or do you want to do... Yeah, we're going to start with Wicked City. Okay. Wicked City, um, this is a movie from what year? 19... 1987. 86, 7. Yeah. Um, directed by Kawajiri Yoshiaki kawajiri which is uh the same guy who did vampire hunter d and ninja scroll and he's very popular anime director from the 80s for creating these really insane whacked out exploitation films um that were very popular um it's the same like era of anime that akira came from akira is much more reserved it doesn't have it's not as crazy as this movie but um same time period, same, same, same zone, and yeah, it's a lot of a lot of stuff like Red Line, and a lot of stuff is like aesthetically inspired by this guy and this movie and and the stuff that he he made, and this is like the first movie he did. It's got and it's got all the gratuitous shit that they had in the '80s animes. It's got the the demon porn and it's got the the insane violence and the extremely high production quality what did you think <laughs> i don't know yeah how do you answer that question <laughs> um one thing i'll say mm-hmm. i got the girl's name uh-oh <laughs> um let's see i think Maki. Maki. She's one of the most attractive anime characters I've ever seen. <laughs> Hell yeah. They did a really good job because like they made the demon girls attractive. They felt like 
like peak beauty because they're demon girls you know i like that i thought that was really good i really liked the opening scene i really liked the the spider sex thing <laughs> that was like the perfect intro and like hey you, you, do you want to back out now or you gonna stick along for the ride um that was great i, I love the animation on her it was so freaky have you ever seen have you ever seen clips of this movie that's that's what i should ask you before or have you ever seen anything uh like this like oh my god how could anime ever do this is was this like a surprise to you I was surprised. I was surprised, but I've seen this before. Okay. You know, I've seen Redo of a Healer. So. You've seen what? Redo of Healer. I've never heard of that. Is that what year? When was that made? That was like made like last year. Oh, <laughs> is it as bad as this? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Really? Wow. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It was going crazy when it came out. Oh, interesting. Whoa. What well, what what is it on? It's on Crunchyroll and stuff? It's it's too bad to be on anything. Oh, that's why I don't know about it. Yeah. Redo of Healer. Okay. Well, I'll listen back to this and I'll write that down. But interesting. So yeah, I've I've um uh not to like spoil spoil it entirely, but Ninja Scroll is in the same vein as this where it has like like extreme violence and sexual content and stuff. This is this takes it to an extreme other level. Uh, it has a really simple story about demons and fucking humans, um, like fighting each other and stuff. And it, it works for what it is. And narratively, it does try its best. Um, and I think it somewhat succeeds at justifying the like gratuitous, exploitative, like, content that it has it um it's like a it's a story about love and it's about this demon girl and this uh this dude who have to partner together um as like guards for this sorcerer man that has to protect that they have to protect in order for him to sign a treaty with the demon god or whatever uh, so that the peace between the demons and the humans can persist through the rest of time some real harry potter shit um but uh demons are attacking them the whole time and it's very tense and there's a lot of like fights and you know even if you're not into like all the sex and stuff it's very well produced it's got really good directing the animation is like some of the best shit i've ever seen i love the colors the blues and the reds and just like the blacks of the city i said it with like with you know i always say it with like the Ghibli movies. I love the modern day cities and I love looking at it at nighttime. I love how these eighties cell animation like have like lights. I don't really know how they do it, but the lights look like actual light bulbs and you're just like putting it on the screen. Um, it looks awesome. Uh, I love the aesthetic of this movie. It looks fantastic. Yeah. yeah. When I watched it, it just, it reminded me of like, of like those, mv edits you see on youtube and stuff like that yeah exactly most of them had clips from this you know yeah it would be like those videos would be like lo-fi hip-hop <laughs> like 24 hours yeah 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 exactly yeah him driving down the thing and it's just that loop of the 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 mm-hmm. lamps yeah exactly that's exactly how it felt um mm-hmm. and just imagine this was like before that like those things that 
we watch were just just derivative of this like he came up with this aesthetic you know like i mean maybe someone had it before like maybe it's like i don't know when blade runner came out but i always feel like everything kind of is aesthetically following blade runner in that whenever it has like that neon kind of energy but yeah this one was very aesthetically like really cool and um i definitely you know i i do have stuff to say about the all the like uh, sexual stuff but i will say um for the runtime i was thoroughly engaged throughout i wasn't bored and i kind of went into this scared that it was going to be boring or or wasn't going to be well paced or um and it definitely has some issues but for the most part i think it kind of sticks the landing on having a story that despite how simple it is and despite how short the movie is is able to kind of be grand and epic and fun um the entire time i i like i really like the main character despite him being like i'm a chad protagonist anime boy he's really cool he's really fun um he's like i really like his he's he's got like the james bond like i'm a fuck boy but you know he's he respects this like demon girl and the dialogue between them is really nice i like um i like the writing that they have and that that carries it that carries it for me i really like when uh they get to like <laughs> like i don't know what happens but a demon like does a fucking domain and they're trapped in like this little this little bubble area and um oh he he's, he says a line to her oh did you watch it dubbed or subbed i need to ask you that i don't remember oh i watched it sub i watched it sub. okay um yeah in the sub he I don't know. They said something earlier in the movie where it's like, where, you know, she introduces herself and she's like, my name is Maki demon Lord. My measurements are da 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 da. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And, and I remember like later on in the movie when they get closer, he's like, but I don't know your measurements yet. Like, and then like, that's right before she gets captured. And I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that's a good line, you know? So I think there is some credit to be deserved for this movie in how, despite, cause this movie very much is trying to be like, look at all the sex, look at all the violence and just, right. just kind of watch it for that. I, I do give credit to the movie for being able to, uh, have the thought to be able to have a somewhat coherent story, decent writing, um, decent characters and, uh, a really, really nice ending. I really like the whole ending like sequence and just, thematically what it what it represents and how it was executed i think i think this movie does a lot very well i really despite all the gratuitous like sex scenes and stuff i think how it builds to this like final scene where it's like these two characters that have been getting closer to each other throughout the movie um and they have like a really like loving like sex scene um even though they show you it and it's like full on, like you're seeing everything. It doesn't feel inappropriate. It doesn't feel like it is out of place. It doesn't feel right. wrong. It feels like you're seeing everything and you're like, yeah, like this, this is adding to the experience. You know, this is not, um, titulating in a, in a, uh, de degenerate, um, embarrassing kind of way. This is this is important for the ending, <laughs> but I can't say that for some of the other parts. 
um, which take up a, ma- a majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's the main thing uh, that's needed to be talked about when talking about this movie. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I I know exactly what you mean. I knew I knew like going into this like that would be like the big thing that we'd have to discuss. Um, what did you think of the? I guess we we could talk about the the sexual stuff right now if you want to. But I wanted to know what you thought about the old man, like his character. Did you think he was funny? Did you think he was annoying? Especially with the ending, the the twist kind of changes a lot. These characters are always annoying, mm-hmm. but the twist the twist was kind of saved them a little. It saved them a little, yeah. It's it's it's. I, I've never seen a character like like this and thought he was funny. Isn't Roshi. No. Okay. Interesting. I, I never really laughed at Roshi. Mm-hmm. I got you. Um, that's fair. I I thought he was funny. I just thought he was very annoying and uh, frustrating that he was like holding these characters back. And the twist at the end, where it's like, yeah, I did all that deliberately to get you guys closer, is is it makes him cooler, but it it makes it frustrating because the ordeals that these characters go through are pretty insane. So for him to be mm-hmm. like, yeah, bro, I made you go through all that shit. I know, it's yeah, like, yeah, that's oh, exactly dude. what I thought as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what I thought. Like, but honestly, that doesn't fucking it, make sense. It doesn't make sense, yeah. And I guess, I guess we'll get into it now. Um, there are not one, not two, but three <laughs> rape scenes in this movie. And they are all, um, I won't say they are all difficult to watch. Um, I think with varying degrees of justification in the story, uh, they have. I think some of them are appropriate. They are disturbing and they are difficult to watch, but they do feel more appropriate than others. I think, so, I think it's very important to acknowledge that this movie does have this stuff because it ties into the themes it's part of the story um it's about love it's about sex she's getting like raped by these demons so that it's kind of a representation of look at this impure sex um that these demonic characters are having on this main character and then watch at the end when the human and demon that aren't supposed to love each other that have never gotten along um have a really loving moment I understand that it builds that and it's really good that it has like a purpose thematically. I think sometimes the scenes are not justified even with that with that theme. I think the first part where her ex-boyfriend comes and he like overpowers her and he's like I'm going to I'm going to make you like me. I'm going to use your body and I'm going to make you understand that you want me. And then that's a really good moment in, in my mind because not only like is it like the shocking like oh my god they're showing it like they're showing her getting raped but it's also a character moment for her because like you know she does that thing with her hair where she like grabs him and she like resists his thing so it's like her saying like yeah you can do whatever you want to me but you know I'm 
I have like strong willpower. And even though I might not be physically stronger than you, I'm capable of like not submitting to my desires like you demons do, you know? So I think that's a great character moment. And I think that does tie into the theme and it's not purposeless, you know, it makes sense and it, it matters towards the story. Um, when the parasite attacks her and she's getting like, I don't really know how, how more graceful to say it, but she's getting like mouth fucked by this like demon, like tongue thing. Um, mm. it, I, I don't know if that is really, um, I think that one takes it. Yeah. You know, you can make an argument for it where it's like, you know, the same thing as, as the guy before it's like, Oh, it's a demon thing. And it represents just how artificial they see love because it's not even human. And it's just kind of like a little anim animal parasite attacking her. But even then, like, I just like it, it like, it's almost like you're watching like a hentai where it's just like showing you a loop of like the, the animation of her getting fucked. And then it shows like the inside thing. And it's like, I don't, I don't need to see this, you know, before it felt more like watch this character get abused and feel bad about this. And then when you watch it in the middle, it feel it's, there's a weird disconnect where it feels like it's trying to be titulating. It feels like it's trying to be arousing. Um, and I think that that is the people who made this movie kind of taking it a step too far where, you know, they, this movie is deliberately like I was listening to the director, not director's commentary, but I was listening to a commentary on the Blu-ray where the guy was like, yeah, like they wanted this movie to be shocking. They like made it with the intent. They did all this stuff to kind of try to get people to watch it. And I understand why, but I think they took it too far to the point where it like didn't even make sense narratively. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to, you can show the, the main point that I want to make is that, it is okay to have rape scenes, to have shocking content. It is okay to have gratuitous violence, um, but it has to not get in the way of what you're trying to say in the story. It would be mm -hmm. hypocritical of me to say that that's not okay when Berserk and Devilman are my favorite series. And the reason why they're my favorite series is because they have that and they do it extremely well. When, you know, Casca like gets raped at the end of berserk it's like it's you know there's a reason why you see it it's almost i would argue it's as gratuitous um i don't want to use the word gratuitous but it's as uh vis visible as like this stuff probably even more visible i don't know if you've ever seen the scene like in the movie but in the movie it's yeah, like I've seen the movies. yeah in the movie it's so like you you see everything you need to see everything it's so important narratively and it it, there's a lot of nuance behind it. You're not supposed to sit there and like just be aroused. Um, and you know, the same goes for devil man. You know, there's like that part where he's like fucking the demon in the sky. And like that, that has narrative significance. There's a reason why that's happening. There's, there's a purpose to that. It's not supposed to be, it's shocking, but it means something. And sometimes it is shocking and it, it gets in the way of what the scene is trying to say. And I think that's the most prominent. It's prominent with the parasite part, but it's extremely prominent where when she gets captured 
And then the dude has to go save her and you see her getting double teamed by like two demons and you, you see it and they show it and they close up on it and then they close up on the other guy. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this is really bad. And then the guy saves her and then she's just like, Oh my God, you saved me. Thanks. All right, let's go. And it's like, dude, like, how are you going to just walk that off? Like you can't, there's no way that this character is going to go through that and then just be like, oh, I'm glad I'm good now. You know, I, she's grateful that the dude saved her, but you know how, you know what I mean? Like maybe if they, maybe if that happened like off screen, like maybe if they didn't show it, you as an audience member could be more accepting because like you didn't visibly see her discomfort, but you see that she's like not happy or she's not like really handling this situation well she's not like oh i'm powering through this like she's clearly not um and it, it gets in the way you know uh the shocking content gets in the way like mm -hmm. like even if you want to be let's say let's like use like hentai as a comparison if you want to have shocking content in like the hentai if it doesn't get in the way of the story and like that's the point, then that's the point, you know, but it gets in the way of the story that you're trying to tell. It ruins the scene. How am I supposed to invest in her emotional moment of like, oh my God, thank you for saving me guy. Who's not a demon. When she just like, when I just saw her, like just get brutally molested for like over an hour, like she shouldn't be, she shouldn't be okay. Um, but you know, it probably would be fine if they didn't show it. I'd probably be able to suspend my disbelief and be like, oh, she's a demon, badass, like monster girl, you know, she's able to power through it. You know, she powered through the other ones. She was like, you know, empowering in those things. And that's another thing. She's a badass demon girl. That's so cool in the beginning of the movie. And she still does cool stuff. Even during those scenes, right? When she gets raped in the beginning, she does that thing with her hair and she like stops the guy from like continuing. She resists her lust when the parasite, even when they're showing the gratuitous, like mouth, like oral thing. Um, she like, she like breaks the domain and she like, she's like, okay, you can escape. And that's pretty cool. Um, it's kind of hard to invest in those cool scenes where she's being empowering when I'm watching these things that are so in contrast to that. Um, and the final scene just takes it. Uh, the final rape scene just takes it to a point where it's like not believable anymore. I understand this is a yeah. badass demon girl, but it, like it makes no sense. Um, and I don't want to spoil Ninja Scroll, but Ninja Scroll also has a rape scene and it's much better handled in that movie from what I recall. And I was just comparing to that one the whole time. And I was like, damn, like narratively, like this is, it's unacceptable, you know? Uh, it's, uh, you know, be better at writing. Yeah, I, I sort of I agree with everything you're saying. I felt the exact same way while watching it. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was just it was too much, even for this type of story, you know. Yeah, it, it was like ugh, it was, yeah. it was it, it's like they really were like relied on like that to like capture you, like mm -hmm. like oh my, this movie's so crazy. Like, yeah. yeah, that was like. Yeah, and I, I want I want it, to make it really go ahead. It really does take away from the story, and then like just for the old guy to be like, yeah, I was like, yeah. I was protecting you guys. I was like, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. bro. It's like, 
I know. I see what that shit was fucked up. It was. It was. When you really think about it, it's like, dude, like, what the fuck? Like, how could you do that? Um, yeah. Like, no one fucking questions it either. It's like, all right. Yeah. And I think... It's like they they, they, they expect the viewer to move the fuck it. on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really... It's really upsetting. Um, And I think that if there was a little bit more restraint, then it would make the movie a lot better. I think that I think that the movie can play out narratively the exact same way. I think that she can get raped like three times and the movie can make sense. But maybe if you just didn't like present them the way you did, where it's like I'm watching porn, then maybe it wouldn't be that way you know right um and i uh you know i also want to say that i i said it already but you know i want to drive the point home i'm okay with something being shocking if you want to create like a torture porn like insane like oh my god i can't believe it go ahead you have all the right to if that's the main point of your thing just for the sheer sake of being shocking that's fine there's anime that have barely a story, but it's just, oh my God, look at all the violence happening. You know, there's movies and anime that are like that. Um, and if you want to make this that, that's fine. But you did make a story, you know? You did, like, make a story, and that is the focus. And there are, like, really serious themes, especially when the themes are about sex. You need to kind of handle it properly. And it doesn't. So, yeah, that's really, yeah. really upsetting. Um, yeah, and... Uh, like redo of healer like the shit and that the shit and that is is this is that is the same level it's like it's the same level of wicked wicked city every episode but it's like but it, it doesn't i'm gonna look it up as like, you talk go ahead yeah i want you to look out how the characters look like redo the healer redo of healer redo of healer Oh, it looks like a normal show. Exactly, but that that show is like just as shocking. Mm. And and that show, and the thing is, in in this show, in Video of Healer, there's no real like plot, like narrative or plot, like mm. we can see. This is just like this dude fucking off, mm. and he does that. He does that shit every episode. He has like there is a plot, and he has a goal in mind, but. Right. All the other things he does is just like yeah, but the the, the real the real focus is to just be shocking and to just be like, hey, look at yeah, this. It's every, like every episode, it's just yeah. It's hentai. yeah, and it and that you know for what if regardless of your personal preference, I haven't seen it, but by what you're describing, it feels like that show achieves what it's going for more than what this is going for. Am I incorrect? No. No. Yes. Okay. Wait. No, I am not incorrect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I misinterpreted that. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like. Uh, I feel like we do appeal. Is really going for that specific crowd who would want to see this in like this fantasy yeah. world, you know? mm-hmm. and like the plot. Everyone's no one's watching for the plot. Everyone's yeah. watching to see this shit, but mm, Wicked yeah. City, like the plot is good enough for you to just watch it without another yeah. bullshit. But... I genuinely think that the focus of the film and 
like they really there's a lot of amazing things that like support the plot i talk about the sex scene in the end i love i love the ending in general it's like despite how depressing this movie is the ending is so happy it's such a happy ending like i smiled at the end i was like oh shit let's go peace among the demons um i I love the ending and i love some scenes i think uh there's like the part where there's like that demon girl um that's like fighting the the main dude when she when he's about to save the girl and her like she takes off her shirt and her chest like turns into like this grotesque vagina and there's like this psychedelic sequence where he's like he's not he's not like having sex with her and he's not even touching her but he's like entranced by the vagina that grew on her body and it's supposed to be a representation for her like seducing him with lust and then you know the the screen turns white and there's all this like ooze on the screen and it shows him and he's like he's like you know in in uh, disarray and he's like oh i'm succumbing to the lust and the camera pans to the side and then it shows him like reaching for his gun like nah and he go boom and i was like oh shit so it's like you're being shocking you're being edgy you're being cool but you're also servicing the story you know and you know wicked city really it really was the story really was the priority but they that feels like the creators kind of lost sight of that occasionally throughout the throughout the film not the entire time but there were beats where i was like oops you see you slipped up buddy probably shouldn't mm. have shown that so i'm really glad you brought up that redo of healer show i'll probably um yeah i don't even know where you would find this but i'm interested in it just because of what you what you said it's like a very unique thing I've never seen a show like that. It's like the opposite of jobless. <laughs> it's like it's like the evil path. Um, is it an isekai? It looks like one. It has it has that. Thing. No, no. Interesting. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh. Do you have? I really liked the. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All these shows are fucking insane. Yeah. I um. I wanted to. I don't know what my favorite like scene was. I really like, it's funny because last week I mentioned a horror movie called The Thing and I need to look up when that movie came out because there are some things in this movie that are just, like literally they take it from that movie. Like look up Head Crab, The Thing and you'll see like a thing that looks exactly like when that dude's head like fell off his body and like he walked like a crab like along the ground in the beginning of the movie when they're at the airport yeah i don't know if you can um you can see it but i see it yeah it's it's like oh my god that's the thing i wonder when that movie came out because they just like they literally just took that and i thought that was so cool 1982 okay so this movie came out after that yeah and there's like all these like tentacles coming out of the dude and you know tentacles is like a normal anime thing but there's like a scene in the thing where um like a dog gets like possessed by this creature and like a bunch of tentacles come out of it like a parasite. And the final scene where the final fight where that bad guy has all the tentacles coming out of him, it was animated in a very similar way to the movie. A um, lot of odd references to the thing <laughs> um, or inspirations, at least. Mm. Very cool. Uh, made me happy. I liked Maki. I thought she was cool as fuck, despite how many times she got raped. Like she was she was badass. And I like that she kind of. Uh, did the finishing blow on the dude. I loved her nails. I loved how they represented that. Um, which brings me 
Oh, I'm so glad I remember this. The cover. The cover is really good. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's it's a fantastic yeah, cover. Yeah. I love it. Um like the red line that goes through like represents her attack. You know, the gun like the the bullet hole in the glass it represents like his attack and the and the red line represents her like uh fingernails. And I was like, mm. "Oh my god, when you watch the movie, the poster makes more sense. Holy shit. It's really cool." It's a nice poster. Yeah. Uh, no, Mike, Mikey was really cool. Like yeah. I said, like... Cool characters, cool story, was held back by the sex scenes. Um, and what, so I wanted to also ask, like, um, you know, the twist about the guy, uh, um, like, orchestrating everything and being like, oh, yeah, like, we wanted to get you guys together. Um, so that, you know, we could create like a, like a demon, like, I don't know, Jesus Christ, you guys could make, make the antichrist or whatever. (laughs) Like, um, what, so like, that's bad because he, you know, basically got Maki like raped like multiple times, but I also thought it was bad because it kind of erased all the stakes of the entire movie. I kind of thought yeah. thought of it as like, oh my god, the demon world is against these two, and they're like, it's these two against the world kind of thing. And then to kind of realize at the end of the movie, like, oh no, it's just like these five people that are like being weird and annoying. It's like, ah, oh, come on, <laughs> like really? Um, it it kind of uh, erases a lot of the stakes, especially since the one who's supposed to be the weak one, like the main character, the guy who's the human, kind of like mops people. Like he, he like kills like the main baddie um, when he saves Maki, like the, the guy who can regenerate. And it's like, that makes the main character look badass, but it kind of, it makes the stakes kind of like, Oh, Oh, okay. You know, um, that's, that's something that I felt. Did you feel that way at all? Or, um, initially, initially when that came out, I just thought about the whole Maki thing. Mm. That doesn't make sense. And the reason I said I saved him a little because at the time when I saw it, I was like, I, I saw him as like, okay, he's just not this, the annoying perv guy. Yeah. Like, he had the little fight scene at the end. Yeah. Like, he thought it was a little cool, but all in all, like, it didn't really add anything. Mm-hmm. It just added to him. Like, he just had a cool fight scene right. at the end. Yeah. But all in all, it was. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about the stakes thing. That was a great yeah. point. That's that's how it felt for me and like rewatching I kind of like tried to watch it again. I didn't sit through the entire thing, but I was like, damn. Like I it it trivializes a lot of things, you know? Um mm-hmm. and I don't want to get too technical about it, but there's like a like a blue lightning um throughout the film that like kind of aids the main characters sometimes. Like the lightning kills the spider girl when the main mm. two characters are incapacitated and then the lightning saves uh Maki it like unhandcuffs her like during the fight scene when they're trying to save her and then it's revealed at the end of the movie that that was him and he the old guy has the lightning powers and he was kind of helping them because you know he said he was protecting them the whole time and then you look back on the movie and it's like oh this is how they were getting protected by him right so it's a question of like like uh i don't know you could you could ask like why didn't he help in this situation or in that situation you know like mm-hmm. there was some time because if, if he's so overpowered that he can help from like a long distance then like i don't know like what the fuck what were you doing 
when you, I don't know, like, I guess he said like, oh, I put you through these ordeals intentionally. So I guess, I guess like he was intentionally not helping at certain points and he only helped at like the last minute. Um, but you know, once again, the stakes are low because you have this OP God that's just kind of sitting around, like not doing anything. Yeah. Um, and it also is kind of weird. It's like, you know, the movie's like, oh, look how OP he is. He was helping them the entire time. But narratively, like, when he, like, swallows the parasite out of the girl's, like, tit from, like, the 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 bathhouse or whatever, um, like, the, the brothel, he does get, like, fucked up. And they are, like, trapped because of his incompetence and because of his fuckery. So his fuckery wasn't even, like, an act. Like, he was being, like, a fuckboy. And he did, like, fuck things up for them. Like, that wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a... Oh, I was intentionally letting you guys get captured. That really was like a oopsie. Probably should have my bad guys, you know. And it's like, oh, it makes him look even lamer in that yeah. in that sense. Um, you accept it because he's like he's lame out the gate, and it's like, oh, what a fucking idiot. Um, but for him to be a badass and to still do that, it's like, bro, come on, um, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, that's uh. That's that's Wicked City. Do you have a favorite fight scene? <laughs> I really like the the first one with the um with the dude with the glasses in the hotel. I love the butler or the Alfred guy, whatever his name was. He was cool. I don't really remember any of the fights. Yeah. Okay. Um I think that's that's all we got. So, there's actually a a sequel to this movie apparently. Demon City Shinjuku. Have you seen the poster for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're interested in even like watching any more stuff like this, but I will say like Ninja Scroll is good. You should watch Ninja Scroll at least. Yeah, um, I already had Ninja Scroll on my watch list. So. Okay. And I, I, I haven't seen Vampire Hunter D yet. I, I do still want to watch that. Um, I don't even know if there's any like sex stuff in that movie. I just think it's edgy and dope. <laughs> so we should, we should check both of those out and, um, I don't know if you want to check out Demon City Shinjuku, but I still do because as flawed as this movie was, I did derive a little bit of value from it. I do think it's cool and I am happy that I watched it. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give Wicked City a five out of 10. Uh, do you have ratings? Uh, I give it a five as well. Okie dokie. So now it's on to the Batman. Um, I guess we'll talk about I guess we'll talk about Batman Gotham Knight first, and then we'll go to Mask of the Phantasm, and then Duh Batman mm-hmm. afterwards. Um, so Batman Gotham Knight, I recommended this because it was like an anime anthology, animatrix kind of thing. Um, I guess Warner Brothers kind of saw the success of the animatrix, and they were like, hey, let's do that for Batman. And I already saw this movie a while ago, um, and I kind of had like mixed feelings on it. I was like, oh, it's okay, six out of ten. And on rewatch, I was kind of like, damn, some of these just don't make any fucking sense. Like, some of these are, like, really not good and are, like, kind of stupid. And I realized that the reason for that is because these are supposed to be taking place in the Nolan Batman universe. Like, these are canon within the Dark Knight trilogy. And everything in this movie is between Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And you're supposed to watch it with that context. And watching it with that context makes everything a lot more clear. 
I there are there are certain there's like a there's the one called ceasefire with like the two black police officers and Batman and it oddly just kind of doesn't amount to anything it doesn't go anywhere it focuses on Arkham Asylum when that's really not what the short is about and it sends this guy to Arkham Asylum it's like why are you focusing on this but the reason why they're focusing on it is because um Arkham Asylum was like a major part of Batman Begins and there's like a whole thing that happens in that movie where Arkham Asylum like everybody breaks out but like it doesn't really get resolved and the movie just kind of ends and you're like oh what happened and um it it kind of explains that and you're supposed to kind of watch it before watching The Dark Knight and be like oh so that's what happened to Arkham Asylum and then Mm -hmm. um Scarecrow is like one of the main bad guys in Arkham uh not Arkham Asylum excuse me um he's one of the main bad guys in Batman Begins so you're supposed to watch uh, the part with Scarecrow in it and go like, oh, that's what happened to Scarecrow after Batman begins. Like they never, like Batman doesn't capture him. He doesn't even really beat him. He just kind of like escapes like quickly. But the value of that scene is supposed to be like, oh my God, look, it's Scarecrow, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And once you watch the movie with that context, it makes, everything makes a lot more sense. It's obviously not as versatile and as fun as Star Wars Visions or the Animatrix because they're kind of confined to this Nolan universe where, like, nothing's really going on. Um, and and it's all about Batman. It's all about, like, the same the same character. They don't really cover other people too much. So it's, um, it's undeniably, like, the worst of the three anthology things that we've watched so far. But with yeah. that context, um, I do think it is... At least decent. Um, I don't hate it because I do love the Nolan movies because I just watch them. And I do really like Batman Begins and I do really like Dark Knight and I do really like how they expand on it. So, um, yeah, overall, what did you think? You seem to have a lot of the same impressions as I do. Did you know about the Nolan thing? Yeah. um, That didn't really make it any better for me, though. Mm. Have you seen Batman Begins? Um, And yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Oh, well, I, I don't know. I just... I, I compare it to uh, the Animatrix, and it's, it's just not as interesting. Yeah. It undeniably so, isn't. Yeah. And I'm, like, and I'm, like, such a big Batman guy. Mm-hmm. But I can't even... I can't even lie. Just, this is just not it for me. I don't I know. know. <laughs> um, the reason why I called again was because i was like i watched it and even though i don't hate it i was like fuck that was so mid i need to add something else (laughs) so i added mask of the phantasm in an attempt to kind of like balance it out a little bit so yeah um i'm sorry (laughs) i thought this was so much cooler in my memory um yeah um not all the stories are bad like yeah not all of them are bad um which ones did you like i like i did not like the fucking the light Yagami one. I'm not like that one. Really? The one with the bullets? That's one of my that's one of my favorite ones. It looks the I worst. I like the message at the end, but I just don't like how he looks. I can't take him serious. Yeah, he looks funny. <laughs> he looks like Light Yagami. And like, yeah. He looks like Light Yagami and like and his suit has the long nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks the weirdest. I like the liberties that it takes though. I don't feel like the other ones are as like uh visually brazen as that one and i think narratively that is very interesting 
And to think that that's canon in like the Nolan movies, it's like, oh my God, like he, he could deflect bullets. I do think narratively that one is pretty cool, but I understand why you don't like it. Um, that one's bad. My least favorite one was Ceasefire, the one with the black people, um, with the black yeah. cop. It makes it better knowing like what it's trying to do um, based on like the the Batman Begins movie, but uh, it's so, even then it's so like, who cares like he's not even in dark knight it's like why like just ugh and it's like it's the animation isn't even great it's like really <laughs> you know it feels like when you do one of these things you're like kind of competing you know you're you're competing a little bit with like the other people who are doing the other shorts like when when you watch star wars visions it feels like everybody's bringing their a game it's like all right bro this is the one star wars things we're we're ever going to get to do let's make this shit fire and then you watch this and it's like all right guys there's one Batman thing, and, and these other people are like, "Ugh, I don't want to do it." That's how it feels when you watch when you watch Ceasefire. Yeah. Um, but uh, it does feel amazing. I, I thought, go ahead. I, it's, it's the stories itself, like the the Deadshot one. Mm-hmm. So lame to me. Wow, really? That's like I like the way it looked. Yeah, but. Deadshot was just such a pussy. He was such a pussy? <laughs> you think he's cooler than that? I thought. <laughs> I actually love that ending because I think um I I like that Deadshot yeah, kind of I like that ending, but like Deadshot himself was just like when I when I saw Deadshot, I was like, oh she's gonna be dead so it's gonna be Deadshot. That's it's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's kinda cool, it's like a known villain, right? Like yeah. uh not like one of the mob bosses is like a villain villain. Yeah. Like, like and so I was like, okay, Deadshot is like, okay, they're saving Deadshot for the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. But I did like the end. It's just like it's just like it's just like a masking phantasm and the Batman where they look up at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, yeah, me too. That, Deadshot was such a letdown. Mm-hmm. I was really, I was like, yo, they're gonna, oh, Deadshot, last episode, they're gonna go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, um, I've turned a new leaf on that one. Like, I watched it and I was like, what the fuck? Deadshot, he never misses. He missed all the fucking time, dumb bitch. But, like, I, I watched it after realizing it was in the Nolan universe and I was like, oh, he can miss. It's the Nolan verse. Like, you know. I don't expect someone to have superhuman abilities like never missing a bullet. So I, I kind of gave it a little bit of a pass. Um, that was like a criticism that I had. And then I passed that criticism. And when it comes to like the, the, like he, he um kind of turned into a bitch at the end. One of the main themes of uh Batman begins is like fear. And it's about Batman's fear of, um, you know, the situation that he was in when he was a kid and how he uses fear to manipulate people and how scarecrow uses fear to manipulate people. It's like, it's a major theme in Batman begins and to kind of see it come full circle in that moment with Deadshot is really nice to me. And, um, I don't think it invalidates Deadshot as a character. It just kind of bolsters Batman. Um, Nah, for... <laughs> I think I think it invalidates, it invalidates him. <laughs> yeah, this is like the same thing with Vegeta when Vegeta was acting like a bitch with Broly in the first movie. Oh, I don't really remember that, but explain. But Vegeta it. was like, "Well, everyone's fighting for their lives." Vegeta's like, "We fucking lost." <laughs> 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 He's a legendary Super Saiyan, and Piccolo's like, "Yo, get up, bro!" He's like, 
we're all gonna die it's like, <laughs> yeah i i understand I, I don't know like you know you see deadshot and any I, i've seen deadshot in the game yeah i was i was gonna compare to the game yeah he's never like he's not that much of a bitch Batman yeah, overpowers. Was, him. I feel like that was just way out of character. That was mm-hmm. too far out of character. And like, for that, for that I, person, I can't take that. I can't take that episode serious. Yeah, I understand. I, I feel sense. like they just like disrespected that character entirely. Mm. So, gotcha. What was um? What other ones did you like? Did you like the one with Killer Croc and like the Scarecrow? That one kind of was weird because it didn't amount to anything. But I didn't like that one. Yeah, Killer Croc, Killer Croc looked fucking stupid. <laughs> I didn't like the animation. Batman looked dumb. Yeah, you didn't like the animation in that one. I feel like that was the only redeeming quality of it. No, okay. Okay, did you like the? I guess the only other one to, that's really worth talking about is the um the the pain one. Did you like that? That was the only good one. Yeah, <laughs> that one was great. I honestly like recommended this movie with that one specifically in mind. That one and the Deadshot one. So I'm glad you like that. And I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I really, really like that. That's like some, yeah. that was Animatrix like quality, in my opinion. Like yeah. Animation, writing, like that's, that feels like something that you'd see in the Matrix. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. There's really nothing to say about it. Um, the final no, part, no, no. he's holding the, the final part where she was like, your, your pain is beyond my capabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. And then another part where she was like, He's like, why don't you just leave? And he's like, I, I can't. This is where I belong. He's like, she, and she was like, don't you have somewhere where you belong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was it was great. It was fantastic. Um, I think the reason why a lot of these are weird or like kind of bad um, or just like very disconnected is because the responsibilities were split between the Japanese people animating it and the I think English people like uh, like. DC comic writers would would write some of the uh, bits because I was watching like a commentary track on the Blu-ray and they were saying that they're all somewhat connected. Like in the um, in the one with Scarecrow where he like leaves where at the end he's like, sorry, Commissioner Gordon, I'll see you next time. And he's like damaged, but he like walks away. The next one is the pain one and it shows mm-hmm. him back in the sewer like trying to find the scarecrow again and they explain that like they're all like loosely connected in that way and there's other things that connect them but i didn't even fucking mm-hmm. notice that when watching the movie like the two times i watched it, i was like what how are these connected at all because it's weird because they all have different animation styles like how the fuck are you supposed to even know that they take place in the same universe unless someone tells you you know um right so i thought that was cute but i wouldn't know if someone didn't tell me so i don't know <laughs> it does make the movie like a little more interesting to me it makes it like a little bit more of an engaging like one unit experience um just something to mention uh it's not a big plus it's not a big minus it's just kind of weird um and i guess that's really all there is to talk about there was like the first one which is so whatever (laughs) like at least for me um did you like the first one or were you just kind of i don't remember the first one (laughs) it's the one with the kids it looks like tech on kincrete um it's like it's like i remember batman being a shadow no he had wings dumbass um yeah that's probably probably the second best one yeah 
it's that one's not bad um it just kind of leaves my memory so how did you feel about it being in english did that like bother you at all no no i don't i don't want to watch batman in japanese <laughs> i don't i um it depends on the intent apparently this was kind of like the animatrix where like it was animated with the english in mind but you japanese people are not very good at doing uh english dialogue lip sync so sometimes even though it was animated with the english voice actors in mind it was um the lip sync was off and it was like ugh, guys they did that in yasuke too like yasuke was like had the english prioritize that but it was just off and it looked weird and it didn't match at all um the only like anime that has good english like lip sync is like avatar the last airbender and like korra where their lips like move it's not just bah, 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 bah. it's like rah, 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 rah. it looks great but it looked it was weird um yeah i understand you not wanting batman in japanese but i it it would have felt more natural to me with the animation like uh i don't know i always think about batman ninja and that like worked very well for me but yeah this is not as good as batman ninja sadly wah, wah. not to me um but I don't hate it. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. What do you give it? I, I don't I don't have a rating. <laughs> it's okay. You can give it a low 5. Like 4. 4? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um now we're going to talk about let me let me end the recording real quick. Mask of the Phantasm. Um so this is I recommended this because it was short and I watched Gotham night and I was like, fuck man, he's going to be so disappointed. I got to recommend something else. So I recommended this because I had already seen this one as, as well. And I liked it the first time I watched it. And this is considered by basically everyone who's seen it to be like the best Batman animated movie thing. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and I don't know if you've seen it before. Uh, have you heard about this movie before? No. Have you, um, did you didn't know anything about like the plot or anything? Good. Um, neither did I when I first watched it, and that really aided the experience. Are you familiar with Batman the Animated Series like at all though? Have you ever watched the show? Interesting. Did that? Um, did you like it then? Did you enjoy this movie? Did. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> Me too. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yay. <laughs> I was, um, I, I, I never, I'm a big Batman guy and I never seen this Phantasm person, right? So mm. I'll probably figure out who it is. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then, um, yeah. Fucking, what did I say? Yeah. So I never seen this, this character before. So that, that automatically, automatically made it interesting but also i thought because i've i've seen that a lot of batman fans say this is one of the best animated movies yeah so i'm like why haven't i seen this character before right right in anything mm-hmm. so the movie goes on yeah yeah he looks cool mm-hmm. cool power yeah but and that's all great but then like since because i didn't i was i wasn't spoiled on anything then when joker pulled up <laughs> <laughs> Were you were you happy when that happened? Um, yeah, yeah. 
okay. mad to see Joker. Yeah, I, I was like, Whoa, why I did had, they bring Joker out, yeah, bro? I had the exact same reaction because like Batman vs Superman when they bring out Doomsday and everyone's like, bro, like, <laughs> fuck like yeah, yeah. No one's gonna say fuck Joker. So. Right. Yeah, I think <laughs> when they when they brought Joker in, it really he didn't um he didn't detract from the main story either. He was like, he was very expertly woven into the plot without taking over what had already been kind of the story going on you know he really spiced yeah, it up know. he made it fun he made the climax enjoyable yeah he he didn't yeah it's and at the end you're not even like thinking about joker yeah i know so he is he is woven in perfectly yeah, yeah. his reveal is so fire it's like wait a minute draws the smile oh no <laughs> like it's so good yeah that came out of nowhere for me right yeah good thing i wasn't good thing i wasn't spoiled i know right it, it i made saw it... him i was literally like <laughs> it's like an anime it's like oh my god yeah that was dope and he he was funny mm-hmm. yeah dude he's actually he, like amazing in like this show and like the batman animated series universe like his writing is so good yeah he was done really well here Mm-hmm. And actually, actually made me laugh. <laughs> I, I forgot what he was saying, but I remember laughing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just like all the things with like the robot wife, he like slaps her on the ass. He's like, "So you got you got any electricity tonight, funny?" I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. 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 He, he was. He was. He was done right, and uh, you know, phantasm. I kind of like, you kind of like know who it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, probably like halfway through. Yeah. But so it doesn't, it doesn't really take anything away. Right. And like, you know, you see the, you see the side of Batman is like, is this is the same thing in the Batman? Movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where is yeah. like, Do I, I pick mean, the I girl? Can go, I can just abandon the city. I know. Having life with the girl, but yeah, I'm the I know. Do I pick the pussy or do I pick the <laughs> fight the bad guys? Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's the same thing in Gotham Knight at the end. Yeah, but in, and I really, I really, I really love that about Batman. Yeah, me too. And I love how the Batman does it well, but yes, I love how it's done in this. Um. Yeah, it's executed. What is it, the final scene of this movie, though? Like, the final you know? scene is Batman looking up. It it shows the girl on the boat. It shows her, and it's kind of the reveal that like she survived. And the guy's like, I forget what he says exactly, but he's like, um, I don't know. There's like a dude that like walks up to her and like he says she he says something, and then she's like, she says something sad, and then it cuts to Batman, and Batman is wearing the mask. He's like, bah, 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 and then it, it cuts the credits and it plays this like R&B song. And it's like, oh, my God, this song is so good for a fucking Batman movie. It's so good. I listen to that song all the time. And I always think about this movie. I'm like, oh, Batman didn't get that. Didn't get that girl. Oh, it's so sad. Um, Yeah, <laughs> that was the last scene. Why do you, why do you ask? Nah, I was remembering. Yeah. yeah, I really liked the ending. Yeah, the ending was fantastic. Um, yeah, overall, it was overall it was it was great. It was fun. Got me entertained. Yeah, Got me too. into the story. Yeah, the and, story. You know, Joker, Joker comes in and it, like he adds, he adds, he does not take away. Right. Yeah. The 
and him Joker himself is done very well. So yeah. One overall the- great great movie. I'm very happy you enjoyed it. I think this movie really um you know the animation and like the few fights that are in it are fun but mostly it is the writing i think the writing is so good all the dialogue with the girlfriend and and bruce is so fun it's really good um and it's just like very thoughtful very well executed and very nuanced um it's it's great there's like some really good lines between them and i love i remember like when i watched it for the first time like uh the part when Bruce Wayne goes to like his his parents' grave and he's like I I didn't know that I could be happy you guys understand right it's like oh shit like I was I literally like did the like hands on my face like oh and I I thought that was fantastic I love that so much um you know this movie uh, it kind of has I don't know if you remember Spider Man two but it has like the same plot as Spider Man two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spider Man Two is the best Spider Man movie mm-hmm. because it's shit like that. Mm. It's like, what does it mean to be Spider Man? Yeah, yeah. What does it mean to be Batman? Yeah. And Spider Man Two is like the perfect superhero movie. Mm. And the Batman, Batman has those same elements, you know. Yeah. I like if you know if I feel like the Batman can do a super a super. Uh, the Batman can be like a Spider-Man too if it focus more on the love thing. Yeah, you do the same exact thing. You'll have, it'll have the same impact to me, right? Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man too, it was like he's so at the end, he's so down yeah. in the dumps. Yeah, and it's like, like it's like he, you know, like you know where, where he shows like where he lives. Right, he's right there. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> you feel so bad for him, but like he's Spider-Man. He's so Spider-Man. Like, he, yeah. It's like, it's like it's so it's, that movie is perfect, but you know you feel the same. It's like the same elements in this one. Mm. I'm, I'm not, it's so real. Yeah, you know, like, it's extremely like, damn, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have to respect them for like doing what the shit they do. Mm-hmm. But if it was me, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I, I, think, I think the dynamic in this one is a lot more interesting uh, than in than in Spider Man because it's in Spider Man it's. Mary Jane's just Mary Jane. She's not like the bad guy or anything. But in this one, I think the 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 twist or like the you know the narrative focus of this girl kind of being the polar opposite to Batman, like randomly, is is very narratively engaging. It kind of just reaffirms Batman's opinions of like, yeah, I I really need to stop to continue my crime fighting. I guess I guess um you know like trying to uh, live live for myself is isn't really gonna work I, I really like the dynamic with with her because she kind of has the opposite perspective that batman has you know um you know i love the i love like there's just one line that like alfred has at the end where it's like you know um we all walk that you walk that line of vengeance like every single night and you know you fa- you might fall into that pit and i'm so grateful that you haven't but she did fall into that pit and there's nothing you can really do about that. And you just have to be grateful that you didn't. And you just have to continue not, not doing that, you know? He was saying that to Bruce, like, in the final, like, near the end of the movie. And I I, I personally find that to be more interesting than Spider-Man 2. But I'm glad, like, yeah, I com- I make that comparison because they are basically the same story. Um, 
And uh, when I was bringing up like Spider Man Two, I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't comparing it to this movie. Mm. I was comparing it to like if they did this right. in like live action. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. With you. It is, I like how it is mm-hmm. done here, better. Yeah, it's um, it's interesting how they haven't done that. <laughs> it's really interesting, you know. Um, what kind of? Yeah, kind of Connor. with kind of with the Batman. Um, oh. but you know, I think this movie stands on its own merit, even though it's animated. I think it, you know, I, I hold this movie up to the same candle as the other Batman movies as being pretty fucking great. I think it's extremely well written and really awesome. It's less than an hour and 20 minutes and it doesn't waste a second. I wanted to say that the mystery is very well executed in how it's written. Like, you know, like, you know, the people dying slowly, it builds up the tension because you realize that there's four people that they're going after or like five. Right. And then like the people in the photo that they show and you know, the guy, one of them dies at the beginning, another one dies like in the middle. And as you're going through it, you're getting more backstory on the girl and her father. And it's, you know, I guess if you're like trying to think about who they are, you might guess that it's the girl, but I think, um, I think it, it, I think it's some people will fall for the trick like that, that, um, that she, that she isn't the guy up until like, they get revealed um i think it's just a very well-written movie i think it's very well-paced and very engaging and there's genuine tension in a batman movie you know there's genuine <clears throat> tension in a mystery this is a fucking mystery god damn it <laughs> this is a detective ass movie batman is doing research he's trying to find a dude joker's here the my man's trying to get get some poo-tang and he's failing He's crying at at his at his parents' grave. It's a full ass Batman movie, and it's fucking great. Um, yeah, it's fantastic, especially if you have the context of like the animated series, because this is like canon. It's like a canon side movie. It's like a Dragon Ball movie, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, fantastic, great animation, great music. Um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. I wish i had more to say um yeah this movie is really the whole like shebang when it comes to batman yeah it's the whole thing everyone needs to watch this movie if you're a batman fan this is like obligatory viewing um i'm really happy that hbo max exists because now people can watch like all these movies that were like trapped in like paywalls you know yeah hbo is crazy fabbing the whole catalog of music yeah um oh damn yeah yeah, damn near. Pretty close. Good enough. Um I really I love this movie. The the ending is I don't I feel like I'm not even giving the ending enough credit. It's so it's so thoughtful. Like the I love how you don't know if they die. Like you don't you don't the movie is taking itself so seriously like like obviously Joker doesn't die, but there's a part of my brain that's like did this nigga fucking die? Like, like, you know, it's like, like maybe. Um, but then obviously yeah. he didn't, if the girl survived and the way the girl survived. And, you know, there's a lot of tension in this movie because the girl is an original character. She's not in the show. She's not from a comic book. So she could easily die by the end of the movie, you know? And um, it's on track to have her do that. And it subverts your expectations by doing like a fake out death where it's like, oh my God, like, did she die? And then you realize that she didn't die and she's on the boat. And it was it was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, yeah. Really great. 
Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, and whoever else. Seven out of ten. I love it. Good eight. Nice. Yeah, it might. I honestly might be an eight for me. Um, I'm gonna watch it uh, again in the near future. All right, let's talk about the butt man. Double beep. The butt man. Um, did I've you... been on record saying, yeah, if this Batman movie fails, <laughs> I'll become a Marvel fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually say that? Okay, you haven't said that on here, but it's very interesting. I've said that multiple times mm. on my PlayStation. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to say that I am not a Marvel fan. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I enjoyed the movie too. Now, I wanted to immediately ask you, like, um, what do you think of the Dark Knight trilogy and how does this stack up against that in your in your head? Um, I think this movie, as a, did I think they're going to do a trilogy with this one as well? I really hope they do. <laughs> I need a sequel to this. They, they shouldn't even do a trilogy. They should just keep fucking going. <laughs> yeah, it's Batman. You, you did a, they set it up extremely well. The thing is with these movies, like, I don't know why they, they're so set on trilogies. Like, yeah. Keep the ball rolling. Like back, there's like infinite, infinite that, fan yeah. favorite stories you can just keep going with. I don't think they keep... are set on trilogies. I think circumstantially, I they... think I think Matt Reeves said uh, trilogy. Yeah, well, I think, I think, yeah, I think they are kind of. You got to take into account, you know, it's one director, so you know, it's it's it'll be difficult if another person like just wants to take over the project. Like, if Christopher Nolan doesn't want to make you know, Batman four five and six, someone else is going to do it. And it's going to be weird because it's not the same director and it look, it's going to be written weird and it's going to feel weird. So, you know, they I can... feel like, I mean, is it, they got to, someone has to be committed to like, do really make a, a Batman universe, you know? Yeah. No one is a corporation will, but not a, not an individual. Mm. They got to get the whole corporation. Well, to... I guess Zack Snyder was trying to, <laughs> you know, I guess that he, he attempted. <laughs> yeah. He made that over Superman, right? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah. Yeah. He's trash. <laughs> yeah. He tried. Yeah. I know. He, yeah, he's trash. Oh, fucking. Anyway. The Batman. The Batman. Yeah, this one, this one's setting up for a sequel so much more than the Joker is, you know? This is kind of marketing itself as kind of like a Joker-esque, like, you know, gritty, sad, Gotham. But it really wants to be, like, its own universe, kind of. It really sets up for that sequel, which was surprising That's, to me. I wasn't expecting it. Does, it, does, it does a great job. I like how this movie doesn't show the pearls and the gunshot in the alley. Yeah. It gets straight to the point. We know what's going on. We yeah. don't see that. Mm-hmm. I really, I really that, like that's the like first that. thing I noticed. Like, we don't need to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like they showed it in Batman vs Superman. I'm like, <laughs> who cares? Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, they didn't do yeah. that for Spider Man Homecoming. I remember, like, when Spider Man Homecoming before it came out, people were like. They need to show Uncle Ben. And then there were like other people being like, no, if they show Uncle Ben get capped again, I'm going to fucking like walk out of the theater. 
and they didn't because like you know it's stupid no one needs to see that yeah every everyone knows who batman is we get it we they, know gonna... they do that cool it's little intro there's not a waste budget and yeah movie time yeah the movie's three hours screen. long let's not add any more time to this you know so, yeah yeah so um i'm gonna start with the suit yeah i didn't like the suit at first but damn that shit grew on me it grew on me too <laughs> they it works so well with how the movie is filmed yeah that's it that shit fucking grew on me you know I, I think it's my favorite cinematic fucking suit movie suit um yeah, there's not a lot of competition. <laughs> it's yeah, just it's the Nolan movies look funny. He looks silly Everyone in the Nolan movies. Oh, fucking the Batman versus Superman suit. I no, it looks ass. I don't know why people like that. He looks like a grandpa. He looks like a pudgy dad. He yeah. looks like he looks I don't like I don't know why people like that suit. He looks fat. You can clearly tell it's padding and it's like not real muscle. Like don't don't try to emulate the the comic book into real life. It's it's not gonna work with body proportions. Yeah, like Batman in the comics is like so fucking shredded. Like you just can't pull that shit off. <laughs> exactly. That's what they're trying to um, do. But it looks like the it looks like the Arkham games. That's why the that's why the new one looks fantastic because it's like metallic and and it works really well in the rain and it like in contrast to like light um, mm. and. It it looks the coolest one. It's the coolest yeah. looking one. Let me let me show you. This is so this is what I would want the suit to look like, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keep in mind. I know this is the cartoon. Right. Like I love I like I love the suit. I love suits like this where the cape goes over the shoulder, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I know this doesn't work in like combat, but like while he's like just doing his detective shit which yeah. is like most of the movie if he just had the cape over the shoulder yeah that would be yeah. so fucking cool <laughs> like, like uh like this shit right here like he looks so fucking cool i i love this shit right here dude i love that version of batman so much he's so gangster yeah. like, that that design's amazing the cape like the over the shoulders to me is like it doesn't get any better than that like the thing is with this suit that i didn't like was the fucking the yeah, Lewis said the exact same thing. He was like, "What did you guys think of the collar?" And I, I, I didn't even notice it the first time. I was like, "What collar?" And then I watched it the second time. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's got like a little, a little like turtleneck." <laughs> um, yeah, uh, fucking. Yeah. I don't like that. Mm. I know that in the trailer. I got that in the trailers. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ass. It looks really funny, like when you first see it, because it's so like round on his head it's so it's so big i don't yeah. i don't know how to explain it it's so this is so off-putting yeah the the little the little thing i completely understand why i bothered other people but it just kind of blended into the rest of the costume for me um i didn't mind it too much yeah, i didn't really like it but yeah about the end i i didn't notice it mm-hmm. like i said it's my favorite suit yeah it um it feels the most Batman-y. I don't know. It looks like the Arkham games, like, and I, I really do connect with it in that sense. Um, yeah. And aesthetically, the rest of this better. movie... Go ahead. I was going to say, it's way better than the BVS one. Yeah, it's way better than the BVS one. It's better than the Nolan one. Like, if you see it in, like, the daytime, it's going to look cool. 
Um, yeah, you can't say that about the Nolan one. One of the biggest criticisms in Dark Knight Rises is like Batman looks fucking stupid in the daytime. He looks like a he looks like someone wearing a Halloween costume. But this guy, I don't know. Maybe in the daytime it would look kind of silly, but he looks awesome. He looks great. Um, Robert Patterson did a great job. Matthew. Yeah, I think he did pretty good. Twilight yeah. Boy is glowing up. He's a good oh, actor. Yeah. For a young Batman, I feel like he did perfect. Yeah. This is how I would envision him. Like, a young Batman is still super salty. Yeah. <laughs> He's still so mad. Yeah. Uh, like, he doesn't smile. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fucking laugh. He's not. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with fucking, with the BVS one, or like the Justice League Batman. Yeah, they're making jokes. That's, that's fine, because Batman, like, He's that's the old version of Batman. Yeah, he's like gotten out of this mm-hmm. depressive. Uh, yeah, he got, he'd grown out of it. So yeah. like, I get him making jokes, but he was just so he was just so lame. Like, I remember when yeah. Superman pushed him and he got up. He's like, <laughs> like he's just like, oh, shit. I was like, bro, Batman would never say that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Robert Pattinson didn't say nothing fucking stupid. Yeah, like uh, that is so that's such an such an accomplishment. Like mm-hmm. he didn't say anything out of order, out of character. Right. Yeah. And he kept the same tone. Like it's not like he's he's really happy at the end. It's like dude, mm-hmm. he's still like he's still like fucking. I like that even in Bruce Wayne form. You, one of the best. One of not I don't want to say best, but like one of the consistent elements of Batman is like, hey, I'm gonna be Bruce Wayne. I'm gonna act completely differently than how I act when I'm Batman. But when he's like Bruce Wayne, he's so like in his Batman mode that he's just like, ah, fuck. <laughs> like people talk to him, and he's like, what? What's your name? Shut up, bro. <laughs> I just I love that. I love when he goes to the funeral and he's just like the mayor's like, hey, Bruce Wayne, and he doesn't even say anything to her. He's like. I know the same thing with the cops. The, the cops like Bruce Wayne. Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's listening in on their conversation, and he doesn't want the he doesn't want the guy to like notice, you know. Um, yeah, if he was older Batman, he would do that in a much more stealthy, graceful, you know, sexy billionaire Bruce Wayne kind of way. But he's yeah, just an edgy, edgy kid, and I love that. Yeah, like him as Bruce Wayne was great. Uh, like when I when you first see him, and like his hair is fucked up, he got all the eyes shadow. I'm like, I'm mm. like, damn, he looks. Cute. I was like, I didn't know. How, like, I, I I didn't know how I felt. And mm. looking at Bruce, but when you see him in the suit, hair done. Yeah, I was like, okay, he okay, yeah. here we go. He looks like a real Bruce. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks, he looks, he looks really good. Yeah, I, I love the way he looks. Me too. Um. And you no, know, his in suit performance is just as good. I love how like I, I just love the way he just looks at people. Yeah, I know. It's like all he can do, but he does it so so well. This movie, it's it's interesting. I don't know if it's it's hard to say. Is it asking a lot? You know, when he just kind of stands there. But I don't know. You got to stand there right. You don't don't don't. You got to stand there right. Bro. <laughs> yeah. You uh, and he does he does he does stand correctly <laughs> absolutely and i will give a lot of the credit to the presentation of the movie i think the music the cinematography and especially the sound effects do a lot to make his suit feel cooler you know like when he steps and when he walks into a scene like that intro when he's like walking to like all those kids um and it's like and you hear his boots 
like crunching on the ground. It it really gives him like a presence. It makes him feel feel so badass, you know. Um, when he punches people, it's like oh my god! It sounds like metal is like hitting this guy's face. <laughs> it's it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And you know the, the movie's riddled with a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> really a lot of there's a lot of great scenes and I like this movie really revives the Riddler for casuals you know because mm. you know diehards are like this Batman fans like to me this is no surprise but to a casual this is why like, oh the Riddler is going crazy like this yeah why just fighting for that goofy dude fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he's done so well. He's just such a threat. Like, yeah, he's really a threat. Like this is fucking Joker level mm-hmm. thing yeah. going on. And I, I feel like most people, like, casuals, don't expect this from the Riddler. You think so? I yeah. um, I guess because the last time he was shown, he was like the goofy. Yeah, the Jim Carrey. No one even likes that movie though. I I, I don't even know if a lot of people. Um, I don't know if casuals would even like know about that movie, you know, um, I don't know what defines a casual. I would say that I am not a hardcore, like I watch the movies. I watch like all the movies, but I don't read comic books and stuff. You know, I sometimes watch the show, uh, and Riddler is a force in the games. You know, Riddler is, is kind of, yeah. I'll be against that. yeah and I think that, uh, despite the fact that they kind of had a different approach with him now, I do think that he was the elements that make Riddler Riddler was still there. He was doing riddles and he had Batman on the end of his hook. He didn't like, that's the best part about the Riddler. Like Batman just well, can't beat his riddles. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You search up the Riddler and look what you see. This is the first thing that comes up. <laughs> Jim Carrey. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly what I mean. But not yeah. just that, like, he looks goofy here. Yeah, he looks, he looks silly. Goofy yeah. Here. Right, yeah. This is what I mean. Like, you search, if anyone, if you did not know who Riddler was coming into this, you search him up, like, the fuck yeah. is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing about it, before this movie was announced, none of this cool shit was coming up. Right. It was all, it was all this type of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is exactly what I mean. The movie really did him just, like, look. Batman, the, the Riddler's best riddles, like, and it's just like three goofy forms of the Riddler. <laughs> like, but for me, this movie, and man, so well with him. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. They had, they had the riddles. Yeah, and they had he, he's a threat because mm-hmm. before he he had the riddles, but it was just goofy. Yeah, but now he's just like now, like when he's talking, you know, when he's in the in Arkham Asylum right. and the music is like mm, the tent the tent like the the scene tense is going up mm-hmm. yeah and Batman's like <laughs> 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 I yeah. love that shit mm. you know yeah. so I thought Thriller was done right um yeah and I, I, I didn't think it was gonna be this good I did not think the Riddler was gonna be this good mm-hmm. Yeah, did you? I feel it's very similar to to Joker to me, like Joaquin Phoenix's like Joker, because he's like a incel beta loser, and he's like, um, he like inspires like an uprising, right? He has all those people wear the same mask. I was like, oh wow, it's just like Joker. Did you like draw those parallels at all? And did that? Um, did, yeah, did dude. You, yeah, and I liked it because it's, it's just like 
That's just like in the games, like when I when you're fighting Joker and you're fighting Joker's henchmen, they're all clowns. Yeah, yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's really it's, it's interesting because in the in the games, you know, Riddler has his like informants, and you go fight people. I don't know if you get that far in the games, but like in uh, Arkham Knight, at least, like when you fight people, Riddler um, has like people who are informants who are part of like Joker's gang, but secretly they're part of Riddler's gang. So you have to like interrogate them and you have to like not kill them and talk to them. So I don't know in the same way that Riddler kind of has people kind of hidden everywhere. Uh, this movie kind of has that, has that appeal too. It like, it gets that consistent, you know? Um, it was, it was interesting how unapologetic they were in like the same thing as Joker to me. Um, and at first on my first viewing, I didn't really like that, but on the second viewing, it felt appropriate. It's very unfortunate that Joker exists because it makes this movie just inherently feel less unique in that aspect. If this movie existed and Joker didn't exist, I'd probably love this. Um, but because Joker exists, it's hard for me to kind of see this and not feel like it's just doing the same thing, even though it's not doing it bad. Um, and it, it does fit for this movie, uh, you know, um, but yeah, it, it was good. I loved, I loved seeing all the, the, the Riddler goons and to have Batman fight them. That was like, you know, there's only like two fight scenes in this movie, but they're great. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, I think, I feel like it's very comic book accurate. Mm-hmm. Batman, because you never, no movie is really portrayed as detective side even in the Nolan movies yeah they really don't it's always like Action. Batman would scan something and be like I know what he is yeah yeah like, I know yeah I actually I actually see this detective side but yeah and it was good it was a good detective, detective story detective side and it's, it's complimented by Riddler and his threat yeah you know it's so, it's fun because it's, Riddler Riddler is like the most overpowered uh, Batman, bad guy. Like in terms of like detective stuff, like he is, he's like the strongest one, <laughs> you know, because yeah. he's got the brains, and that's fun. It's fun to watch Batman go against that. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really liked Riddler. What did you um? T- now, now that we're on the topic of Riddler, I guess I'll just ask this now. What did you think of like? Were there any parts where you felt like uh? I guess I'll ask this. Were you in like a packed theater where like there were a bunch of people like when you watched it? It was packed, but it was a Dolby cinema, so it wasn't like too many people. Okay. Did people laugh at any moments with the Riddler? Yeah. Like, okay. How did you feel about that? Did you feel like that took you out of it at all? Like, uh, no, not at all. Because when they did the whole thumb drive thing. Oh, well, well, that was intentional. I mean, like the um, the parts where like in my theater, like when he's in the cell and he's like, like people started like going, people started laughing. And when when he um, when he was on like the computer and people making TikToks about it and stuff like, hey, guys, I love the community. Thank you for following. I appreciate it. People, I I couldn't help but like giggle at that. yeah, it's I think that for me I struggle to take some of the things 
as seriously because I don't know. I just find them to be very funny. I feel like I feel like there are genuinely some moments in this movie where if you cut and paste it into like a robot chicken skit, it would like fit like right at home. But it's like in the movie and it's like taking it seriously. And I think it I think I don't know. I think it can work like given a certain perspective, but I just I struggle to take that take some of those moments seriously like um like the like when he's screaming in the cell and when he uh is on the computer talking about his community like it is dark and it is cool but it's also silly to me you say that about joker as well yeah joker at least for the dark knight though he's intentionally funny like that's the point i don't know if that's i think the point that's, i think they're trying to be funny with the whole stream thing though you think so everyone laughed at that so yeah Okay, did you did you laugh at that? <laughs> okay. Because this is like such a real thing. Yeah. I, I know, but it's the implications of that is so is so um like like negative. Like it's it's like a school shooter like Mr. Robot like website that he's on and he kind of inspires these people to like assassinate the president in like a taxi driver joker kind of way. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just, it's, it's a, it was a lot for me to kind of take at face value. Um, but. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. I feel like it's the same Joker. No, I feel like not every Joker scene was like meant to be funny. You mean, you mean Joaquin Phoenix Joker or Dark Knight Joker? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. Um. Do you have examples? <laughs> I wanted to rewatch Joker to compare and contrast to see if like my my opinion would change of that, but I don't know. I mean, just something to mention, just something how I felt. I I it was worse on the first viewing. On the first viewing, like I couldn't take it seriously at all, but on the second viewing it did work like most of the time for me. I think it was like 70% good and then like 30% like uh but I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, Lewis and Kevin also said that they were able to take it seriously, even though they did laugh at those parts. So. I've never heard any. This is crazy. I never heard anyone say anything like that. What? You've already talked to people about this movie? So, you would, so because people laughed, is that the movie's fault? I think the movie... I think... There are a lot of things in this movie that are funny and the movie's not trying to be funny. Not just with the Riddler, but like in in other moments. And I think the movie doesn't realize that what's happening is a little silly and it takes away from the seriousness of whatever it's trying to elicit. When he's screaming in the cell, is that an example? Yeah, because he's um he's that is that is an example for me. It's it was a little Cringe. He's, he's a mentally insane person. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's really far off. I'm not. I understand. That's that's one example though. I think the one about the the computer is a stronger example of the movie. Um, kind of taking it to a degree where I was laughing at it ironically, than than seriously. Um. 
but I get it. I understand. I'm not like invalidating what you're saying. I understand why, why you were able to resonate with it. I just asked because that's how I felt. And there were other parts in the movie unrelated to the Riddler uh, that I was thinking of that also felt that way. I wanted to kind of save that for the end because I know this is like the negative part. There are a lot of things that I liked about this movie. I didn't dislike it. Um, just that. I just, I, I just don't know what you mean. Okay. Um, what about the part where uh, Jim Gordon was talking to him in in the when he got captured by the police and Jim Gordon was like doing like a mean like a he was he was pretending to be like talking to a mean but he was like giving him the instructions for escaping did you think that was like silly where people I was laughing at that part both times when he, when he was telling him how to escape yeah because he was trying to pretend that he was like saying it in like a mean way, but he was, it was, it, it became kind of comical. Did you find, was that also, cause it wasn't just like, I could tell it wasn't just me because everyone else was like giggling and stuff, even like Lewis and them. No? No one in my theory that. Okay. When he ate shit <laughs> after like, after the, the glide, did anybody go, oh my God, he, he just crashed. Did not, no? Okay. Interesting. Is that supposed to be funny? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was on the first time. Yeah, it was. It was like, oh my god, because it's like it's Batman, and I understand that he's supposed to be like. Um, I understood what they were going for. I'm not saying it's like bad, but that is my. That's my one major criticism. I didn't want to lead with that, but I do feel like the seriousness of the movie um, was not achieved. At some point, because he crashed the seriousness of was no, no, I don't. I'm that was just a question. I don't even like stand by that one. I'm not, I'm not bothered by that. Um, my prime examples are the part with Jim Gordon, the part with him, uh, talking to his community on the computer. Those are like the two big ones. Um, I don't really think there's anything else that was like too egregious, but those were just two parts that I thought I don't want to focus on it too much because I. I like the movie. <laughs> um, we can we can move on to the other stuff though, um, unless you have questions about this, because I I'm basically done with what I want to say. I'm really trying to understand. You can ask. Um, I feel like I've said everything. Do you I can have say. any other movie that is like this that made you feel like this? Where it is trying to elicit a serious response, and I am laughing why ironically you, wait, at it before we go why do you think him talking to his stream was meant to be taken very seriously because it is because it's like maybe you can make the argument that it's it's a joke but it feels very i don't know because it's the whole movie's like very serious and it's very rare that the movie does a joke and it's not like uh it doesn't feel like a space of levity because it's also a reveal of like holy shit he he inspired people to like shoot the mayor and stuff so i don't you could argue that it's a joke i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny that but he quickly said 
So what was it when he said thanks for the donation? No, he was he was very like briefly like just the fact I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was like thanks for the follows. I love the community, and that was funny to me because that's what I do, <laughs> and it's just it feels like a direct like relation to like YouTubers and stuff. And um, it's just a very like memey thing. It feels like something I'd see on like Adult Swim or like in a Rick and Morty bit. I think, I think that's what they're going for. So I don't. Okay. I don't think they made that with the intent. Like, yo, this is. Like, okay. I feel like I didn't laugh, but I feel like they're, like they're showing just like his human side. This is the, this is the first time you've seen him. You see him as like a nerd. Mm -hmm. He's doing some shit. Like, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for following. I love the community. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like. I feel like they made him more realistic just in that scene alone. Yeah. I don't think it's like uh, an issue that they want to show that I, I guess I just, I don't really know how to explain it. I guess I just find that in any context kind of funny. And I, th I think that might just be it. Um, even if it's not a, not a funny context. I don't know. I feel like when I go on Twitter, there are people that like make fun of people who like say that and stuff. I feel like that's like a running gag on the yeah, internet. Yeah, and I feel like they went for that because he he fits the look of the mm. person, how they sound. So yeah, I feel like they did that intentionally to make you seem like this dude can be a real person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I do but think they did. I feel like, I feel like DC's doing a good job of making their characters realistic like what they did with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I don't want you to think I hated the joke the, the character. No, I, I, I didn't. I just, I just don't I don't I don't get it. Oh well. Um what did you think of Catwoman? Um didn't leave a strong impression. She did. I feel like I just don't feel like they're I feel like the the connection was just kinda out of the yeah, because wasn't she calling the other girl babe? <laughs> wasn't she like, wasn't she like the girlfriend-ish something of the other person? No, I don't think, no, I don't think that. Okay, that's what, that's what Kevin was also saying, but it was very weird because she was calling her babe on the phone when she was like, babe, what's wrong? And then when she gets killed, she immediately kind of goes on to Batman. Um, this the second time I watched I it, I was able to accept it more. I don't think that was ever meant to make you think they're in a relationship. I think just because she said babe, uh, I feel like I feel like I had seen that scene and I thought like that's some shit probably girls would say. Hmm. But she throughout the movie, she's saying that's my best friend. They they cop they captured my best friend. Yeah. So I never made that connection, but I, I just feel like the way she, she just, she, she gets attached to Batman, like, so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, there's two, the two kissings. When they kissed, I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> it was like, it was yeah. very surprising. Um, I don't know why, but on the second time, I just kind of accepted it more, especially since I knew it was coming. I... On the second viewing, I kind of saw it more as like Catwoman was being a, I feel like Catwoman is already like a seductress 
in so many ways. She's she's always like on people and she's always like kind of connecting with people in that way, regardless of whether she already has connections with other people. I don't know. I for some reason, the second time I was able to to connect with it a little bit more and it kind of resonated with me more. So I, I did like their relationship in the second half. But the first time I watched it, I felt the exact same way you felt. I was like, and it's a big part of the movie. So yeah. that's a bummer. I, I didn't really think it was bad. But I just think it was a little, I, I feel like it happened too fast. Mm. And not enough, not enough happened for them to like start kissing. Yeah. The scene where the whole, when the dude had the bomb around his neck, mm-hmm. that, that shit was awesome. Yeah. That shit, really I, I, thought that was I think that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's probably, it's probably the best part of the movie. Cause, you know, you would never see something like that in a, in a known verse. I like how it's done. I like it, how he fails too. Yeah. And it's, and it's not Batman's fault that he fails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I feel like that, that scene like raised the stakes of the movie as well. Because when a dude like is like, I'd rather die than they're gonna get my family. Yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's he talking about? What's going on? Yeah, yeah I think. That, yeah, that scene was. Really yeah, I agree. It made the it made the mystery like much larger. It didn't feel as small scale. It made it more of a big deal. I like the mystery. I think the mystery is very well written. It's a bunch of riddles. Riddler's got like Batman on the end of his hook. Batman feels as if uh, he's doing his best and like you know. But there's just a, there's like literally a line in the movie where it's like we're, he's he's the one controlling this game. I guess we're just gonna wait until we find him. And then we'll go from there. And then they find him. And then he's like, all right, I'm going to flood the city now. And he's like, wait, no. <laughs> he's like, fuck. Um, I love the reveal of like when they find out that he's like going to flood the city. I thought that was so good. Like when he takes the carpet and they show the map and it shows the map. And then it cuts to the real life location, bird's eye view. And it does the explosion without doing sound effects. And it's just the music. I was like, oh, my God. That was like. You know that was like one of the best directed parts of the movie that really impacted me, um, yeah. with the with the Riddler like narrating. Got them, got them in peril. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, when I think of Riddler, I don't really think of large scale. Yeah, me neither. Like this, but this is why this is why I said this movie did a good job of Riddler and redeeming, in my opinion, redeemed him. In the eyes of casuals. Yeah. So, I thought that whole the whole, the whole water thing was crazy. It's like, you know, with Bane in Dark Knight Rises when he destroys the football stadium, it's like, oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's Bane, like, yeah. it's crazy. It looks amazing, but it's like Bane. So yeah. it's nothing like out of character. But yeah, you see this Riddler, like Riddler's going crazy and shit. I thought it was, I thought it was so dope. It, yeah, you weren't expecting that. And in the Dark Knight yeah. movies, like. Um, I don't know if you remember Batman Begins, but in Batman Begins, that was like the that was like Rajah Ghoul's plan. He's like, I'm gonna spread the fear toxin throughout the city, and and then so it's and then he kind of does it in like Arkham Asylum. So something of that scale kind of already happened. So for Bane to just kind of do that again, it doesn't mean as much. Where it's like, I'm gonna destroy Gotham. It's like, all right, the last guy like almost destroyed Gotham. So, um. It's cool to see the city get flooded by bitch ass Riddler 
in this movie because the tone is very like, you know, maybe five people will die. Maybe that's the highest the stakes will go. And then you realize, oh my God, Gotham's going to fucking explode. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I love that. Um, I, I loved, did you like, I don't know. Did you acknowledge the, the cinematography and the look of the movie? And were you into that a lot? It was raining. A lot of rain. Yeah, it was a lot of rain. It was a lot of rain. What did you think about the music? I like his theme, I like his theme song. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't really remember anything other. Other than the music? Yeah. I, I paid attention to it a lot because it was... I don't know. I, I'm just very conscious of like what song is playing at what moment. And um, it was good. I think that sometimes... I don't know if it's the music's fault or maybe it's just certain scenes but sometimes there were times where i wish that they weren't playing a song and they just kind of let the scene play out or if or i wish they played a different song because it just didn't feel appropriate um yeah i know exactly what you mean this is this is why i don't really notice it because i feel like batman always has the same like background music going on mm -hmm. as like the animated series yeah games movies that they all to me the music all sounds the same all like this superhero music background mm. but it's just a darker tone yeah Batman. yeah so for me like i've been hearing this shit since i've been playing like dc universe on playstation <laughs> the music is fucking insane yeah so i don't for me i don't know shit but i i do feel like they should have just turned off the music completely in a lot of scenes and i, I started realizing this after i watched uh no country for old men yeah because that movie has no music yep and that that alone just leaves a, a huge impact i know so yeah. i feel like I think this is this is such a perfect movie to not have music, music. but it has music the whole seven. time, yeah. <laughs> and it's different from Joker because Joker, like Joker, is a character that like you, I associate the mu the music in the Joaquin Phoenix. Movie. Yeah, it fits his character so much when mm -hmm. he's fucking dancing. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and you you notice the music specifically in that movie, mm -hmm. but like with Batman, it's always like the same. Yeah, it's almost and, like... But you do notice the theme, because the theme is a lot different from, you know, the Batman music. Right. Yeah, I I think the music in Joker is a lot more intentional, where it's like, this scene is written to have this song play. We need this song to play. You can't play a random song. I feel like with Batman, they write the scene, and it's like, all right, come up with a song, and just put whatever you think fits there. And sometimes I don't think it fits. Um, and it... It really can take me out of it sometimes. Uh, one example, this is like a very small example, but like one example that caught my eye was um, in the, in like when when Catwoman is going to get Filoni, Batman is like going after her. And there's this hallway scene where like the lights are off and the bullets like are illuminating the hallway and Batman's like punching them. It's a really cool scene. It's like, it lasts like two seconds, but it's awesome. But they play Batman's theme in that moment when like, it's a two second moment in like a five minute part that's about Catwoman. And it's, it's like, I don't want to hear the Batman song right now. Like play a little thing for him right now and then go back to the Catwoman music that you were playing a second ago. That's like a small thing. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's it's weird. It, when I say it, it sounds stupid, but that's that's how I felt while watching it. And um, I feel like the, the music was so, 
yeah like what you say with no country for old men like the music didn't have to be there they did they, they didn't need a song uh so they didn't put a song and i just watched the dark knight movies and the dark knight movies are so restrained they know when to not use music like there's a whole fight scene that has no music because the fight is just so good and it doesn't need it and um every part of this movie has music and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and that's that is honestly more of a complaint than the riddler thing like i dislike that more than than that it it really gets in the way of the experience for me and it's it's tough because i can't even imagine the scene working without music like i sit there and i'm like eh, i don't know if this scene would work without a song i guess it's just the wrong song i don't know yeah yeah that's a good thing on that one but yeah i asked because like the music was so commanding there were some scenes that were like just relying on the song like they would basically be in slow motion it would be like batman just walking super duper mega slow and you're supposed to look at the song and like look at the cinematography and sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't so anyways that was that was that but um what did uh what did you think of like the whole the whole bit with the the twist of like I guess it wasn't really a twist because they like doubled back on it, but when they revealed that like Thomas Wayne might be a bad guy <laughs> and he might be doing some buffoonery, some coonery, um that like I was like, No <laughs> I was I was so distraught at that. Um that like yeah. I I believed that reveal for a second. I was like, Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah. I feel like they should just maybe kept that in instead of going doubling back. Mm, yeah. But that would have had some strong implication. They that's like that's a challenge, you know? To I know I understand, I know because they would have to like rewrite the movie. Yeah. According to that, but I, I like you know, hearing it from the fucking the villain's mouth Falcon, like I just didn't believe it, but I I understand why Batman believed it. Because this is the young Batman. Yeah. But when, when he was saying that, I, I didn't believe that yeah, shit. Yeah, and the way he words it, too, it's like you can infer that the dad didn't tell him to kill him. He said, he's, I can't remember exactly, but the way he worded it, it's like, oh, so the dad didn't tell you to kill him? He's, he said that the dad was like, I want you to put the fear of God into his eyes. And when fear doesn't work, then you got to do what you got to do. So he didn't even... He basically said that, like, I tried to scare him, but scaring him didn't work, so I just decided to kill him. But he didn't say that the dad told him to kill him. So if you're watching that scene, depending on your perspective, you can infer, oh, so my dad didn't tell him to kill him. So when the movie spends, like, 15 minutes being like, oh, my dad killed a guy, it's like, well, not really. And then Alfred's like, well, not really. And Bruce is like, oh, okay. And it's like, what? Were you not paying attention? I don't know. It's It's weird. It's like a, it's, it's written like in a weird way. Um, and that's like the one, the movie's like going pretty consistently because it's about the mystery. And then it takes a break to do the Thomas Wayne bit. And that whole break on my second watch, I was like, fuck, like just get to the ending now because I wasn't invested in any of that. Um, I think the shock of like, oh my God, like got to me. But on the second time when I, kind of saw it that way i was like man that was executed like very poorly and um i don't want to 
be too mean, but the writing isn't like anything, you know, it's no, it's no matrix or anything. It's not like, it's not like super smart or like super interesting. It's just your normal dialogue, which is fine. Not every movie needs to be like the matrix. So, mm. you know, you have just Alfred and Bruce talking super slowly. Like your dad was a great man. I love you, Alfred. And it's like, Oh my God. If you're not invested, then you just want it to like move on, you know? Um, and most of the time I am, so it's fine. But for a little bit, I wasn't. Uh, and that's, that was, yeah, that's another like little criticism. But, um, so I guess, I guess there's really, I don't know if there's much else to talk about except for the final, uh, scene. Oh, I want to ask about the the car chase. Did you like that? And like his Batmobile, which was just his car. I think that scene kind of lasted a little too long. Mm, really? I feel like they. I feel like they put that scene into different from like Batman just fighting people. Right. But I would have just I would have took fighting people over that chase. Like, don't get me wrong, the explosion was cool. His car emerging and Batman fucking yeah. walking. That was dope, but everything else leading up to that is very forgettable. Mm-hmm. They they should have just had him like fucking people up. Yeah, I feel that's you. right. I think I just really liked the way it was filmed. It felt like they were really driving. It didn't feel like CGI. If if it was, it didn't look like it. Um, <clears throat> and I think I just kind of liked that. I thought it was very well paced, and it was like it was like a fight in a car, and I thought that was cool. So. I enjoyed that bit, especially for it being like the little bit of action that the movie has. But um, now I want to ask, what did you think about the um, the final reveal with like the the with Riddler and Arkham, and then it shows the Joker? What was what was your thoughts on that? Uh, I was excited because. Uh... Cause then I I assume a tri- a, tri- uh, a trilogy because I didn't know they were making trilogy before, but mm-hmm. I saw that because one of my fears going into this was like hopefully this isn't just a one off thing and they don't have any future plans, kind of like like Joker, you know what I mean? You're you're a, you wanted it to have a sequel, you're saying? Or you, yeah. So okay. so one of my fears was hopefully this movie isn't just one movie, mm-hmm. right? But when I when I saw the Joker. I was relieved. I knew uh, something was in the works mm-hmm. for the future. So I saw him. I got excited. Yeah. This Joker, no one, like I said earlier, no one's going to see Joker and be like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So. Good. I, I liked it too. I'm excited that they're doing a second one. There is a cynical part of my brain that likes when movies are only worrying about themselves and not like what's to come. So they focus on just this story this thing let's not craft this story so that we can set up for a proper sequel you know i feel like joker like it would be really hard to do a sequel to that movie it's going to be really odd because like what do you even do now you know like how do you how do you continue that story without the 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 point of it being completely different um and i feel like with batman uh they set it up where like they can kind of do the same thing again if they want to you know, and I like mm-hmm. this movie, so I'll watch the same thing again. 
I'll watch Robert Pattinson as Batman one more time in Water Gotham. Um, I I'd gladly do it. Yeah, I thought that was that was good. Uh, and I don't know if there is much else to talk about. I think that is all. Do you like this movie more than The Dark Knight? Or, like, what is your favorite Batman movie? Is it this? This is the best Batman. But I don't know if it's better than Dark Knight. Mm. This is, like I said before, I think this is the most comic comic book accurate Batman. Mm -hmm. But is it better than Dark Knight? It's because it's fucking Joker in Dark Knight. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, you know, it's really, that movie, that movie having Joker compared to this movie having Riddler, Yeah, it's hard, It's kind of hard to compare because, like, Joker's up here and everyone's heading. Mm-hmm. Now, Riddler just gained respect for what I think. He just gained respect from a lot of people who didn't know much about Riddler, but Joker is just such a character. So. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I know you haven't seen The Dark Knight in a long time. Yeah, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. I have to say, uh, Robert Pattinson is a better Batman than Christian Christian Bale. Bale. Joker is the Joker. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Yeah, I I think I like The Dark Knight uh, more than this. I think I can confidently say that. Um, Mm -hmm. I... I think I agree with your sentiment that Robert Pattinson captures like a a more realistic and uh like a Batman that you can believe more than Christian Bale. Um but I think that I like Christian Bale a lot more because he I like his dialogue and I like him as his Bruce Wayne is better than his Batman and he's Bruce Wayne a lot in the movie. Um and I like that. And and there's a lot of talking in Dark Knight, and the dialogue is fantastic. So I do think that I like Christian Bale more, even though I acknowledge that he's like objectively, if we're being like compared to comic book, like not as good as like Robert Pattinson. I think I can agree with that, but I do like Christian more, and I do like the Dark Knight more, um, especially after having just seen it. Uh, I haven't seen it ever since I was a kid, but having just seen it. I think the Dark Knight is like, I think the writing in Dark Knight is on par with like the Matrix. Like I, I really feel that way. You know, it's it's Memento. Like it's like the like same level of like quality in the script, and right. I like that a lot. That that connects with me a, a ton. So I'm gonna give. Do you have anything else that you want to say? I think we're. I think I'm ready to wrap this one up. Wrap this bad boy up. I like his speech at the end. Yeah, me too. It was very, uh, it was very sequel setup-y. They focused on Penguin. He has his little smile. He's like, hey, I'm going to be a bad guy. That was, that was, that was cute. Um, let's see. I want to, I think I basically said all of my, all of my complaints. I think that this movie, I was very cynical the first time because, it was so aesthetically similar to Joker and I felt like I resonated with what Joker was saying more than this movie. 
But on the second time, I really did enjoy the detective like mission. I really did like Batman and Catwoman a lot more. Um, the I like Jim Gordon a lot more. And yeah, Jim Gordon was he was amazing. Yeah, he was really good. I liked him a lot. Um, and I also think that I was comparing it way too much to like the other Batman movies, like on my first viewing, and just because I saw all of them back to back and. If I'm being honest, the story in this one is very similar to Dark Knight. Um, Riddler does fill the role of the Joker like narratively. And it's very disheartening to see that when you watch them back to back. But if you just judge this movie on its own and don't like compare it to the other ones um, too analytically, then it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I... I think this movie's okay. I don't really think there's anything else I have to say. I've said all my complaints. I've said all my positives. And I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. That's my rating for it. And I give The Dark Knight a 7 out of 10. That's how I feel. Um, I'll just say one more thing. The, I like the, the whole thing about the ending. Where when he's talking and shit and at the end he's like at the start he's like on vengeance but at the end he's worried about being a, a uh uh what's it, like an aspiring figure to gotham mm-hmm. i thought that was dope because i what well, my favorite i don't know if it's my favorite anymore but out of the the christian the christopher nolan movies the dark knight rises is my personal favorite to seeing him climb out the tunnel mm-hmm. to me when i first saw it i was like the coolest I, thing I ever. I really like the Dark Knight Rises. I like it a lot. Yeah, that like that that shit inspired me. <laughs> I watched the movie like six times, and that movie is like three hours long. Wow. <laughs> but but it it kind of gave me that same feel. I was like, he he was this he was trying to be this inspiring figure to Gotham, and yeah. he was like leading them with the thing. Mm-hmm. He had his hand off for the mayor, but the mayor didn't trust him, and then he grabbed the kid, and then yeah. she was like, okay. And he lifted the kid and put him on a thing that he mm-hmm. threw it. Yeah, I really like the ending. And then the whole thing with uh, Catwoman, he was like, she was like, come to Bloodhaven with me. And I thought I, I thought it was awesome that they mentioned Bloodhaven. What is Bloodhaven? That's like, a, that's where like, eventually, that's where like, that's like Nightwing's got them. Oh, interesting. He grows up. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, so when they said Bloodhaven, I was like, that's dope. I bet. When I said when I, when he said that, I was like, or when she said that, I was like, I bet half the theater doesn't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, I bet a lot of people don't know. What <laughs> yeah. I'm, if it's not in like a movie or something, then I won't know about it. But I love that they mentioned it, and uh, she was like, "Oh, come run away with me!" And then he was like, <laughs> I, "Yeah, I love that shit." So I really like that ending. Me too. I connected with this Catwoman movie. and their relationship. I, I liked it. To me, this movie is... I don't know. It's like on the brink of being my favorite Batman. I just really like like Batman. So Yeah. And the Riddler. And I like the Ender. So. Nice. Nice. I'm glad everybody's liking it because despite my complaints, despite the things I didn't like, I really do want to see this uh, come back. I want to see a sequel really bad. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, do you, um, anything else? No, that's it for me. All right, do you have a rating? 
eight eight or nine nice Alrighty. um so you're watching sunny boy but i want to kind of get on my attack on titan shit so i can let i'm gonna let you watch that one by yourself and we're gonna watch jujutsu kaisen zero um that'll be the next thing but um i would like to do you want to pick two movies do you have anything in mind um i have things in yeah. mind okay you can pick yeah i want to watch ninja scroll okay ninja scroll and do you have one more no nah, you can pick another one. i can pick all right uh yeah i was i was almost positive that we were gonna do <laughs> ninja scroll especially after after this um yeah give me a second to look through yeah i've been meaning to watch ninja scroll for some time now yeah i saw it on like i know you have i saw your like very short like watch list and i saw it on there I was like, yeah, I got to recommend this to Manny. I'm excited to watch it again. I haven't seen it in a very long time. I'm excited to see how my opinion will will uh will change. Um Give me a second. Um hmm, should I do this one or should I do Fuck it. I'll do this one. Let's do some bangers. Have you um have you heard of Jin Ro, the Wolf Brigade? I think I mentioned this and I think you said yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanna watch that. Alright. Let me write this shit down. Oh, bro, oh yeah, big news with uh Country Roll buying Funimation. Oh my god, thank you for remembering to talk about that. I completely forgot. Yeah, that is fucking huge. What do you what do you think about that? Um, that's this good. This is good and bad. It is good and bad. Yeah, I know we joke about Funimation, um, but it's scary, kinda. Funimation is ass, but Funimation did come in clutch today because I was I was out on doing Navy stuff this morning, mm. and like I had time to watch. To watch something, right? To watch um, My Dress of Darling came out Saturday. Yeah. Then like, I went on Crunchyroll to watch it there, but the video would not load up. And I was like, this isn't, it's not because this has to be the app. <laughs> I went off Funimation, then the video instantly loads up. I'm like, okay, it's Crunchyroll ass now. I was like, <laughs> but the thing is, downloading episodes on Crunchyroll is way better. Funimation downloads the ass. Yeah. But now there's no competition. Yeah, I so know. that's a bad thing. It is, and, yeah, it is kind of bad. And the thing, I, the way Country Roll set, I, I don't like the way Country Roll set up because, like, you click on the seasons, and it'll be like, it'll be like, say you see, you see Re Zero, and you click on it, it'll be like Re Zero, three hundred episodes. You'd be like, three hundred <laughs> episodes. It'd be like, it'd be like Re Zero right. season one, German dub, Portuguese, yeah, Korean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I hate it's that. like. The way Funimation does it, like you click on the video, click on options. What language do you want? Right, I yeah. would Crunchyroll just do that because it's so annoying going on Crunchyroll and seeing this show has three hundred episodes. Like, yeah, yeah. It fucking does me. I feel <laughs> like look, Demon say one hundred thirty-six videos. Yeah. Like yeah, like, yeah. It's it's really interesting that I I like what you said about you know there's no competition because as much as we don't like Funimation, um. There is a lot of it. It made Crunchyroll try, 
Funimation, mm-hmm. you know, it made them kind of like try to acquire shows, you know, and we make fun of Crunchyroll originals, but like the, you know, that stuff, it's good that shows are getting made like be- because they want to compete with Funimation, you know? Um, I mean, I like Tower of God, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, people like Tower of God and some people liked God of High School, um, you know, and now that's kind of who the fuck's going to compete, you know? Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. But I, I, I logged on into Crunchyroll and then the first thing I see is like, no, on Crunchyroll, I saw Yu Yu Hakusho. I was like, Yu Yu Hakusho on Crunchyroll now? And then <laughs> yeah. I kept scrolling and I saw... I saw Sunny Boy on Crunchyroll. I was like, "Dude, yeah, that's so weird." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, that shit, that shit's happening now. Like, it already happened." Yeah, they, they bought it for like one point one billion. Yeah, because right. I think Sony owns both of them now, right? Yeah, that's really scary. Um, but I just looked at like, D, like Demon Slayer. It's like, oh, oh, where do I watch these? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, Every, like this is so egregious. Yeah, this is yeah. That's stupid. I, I like the way Funimation had it set up. I agree. Because yeah. it doesn't even make sense. Like, if say I spoke Russian and want to find a Russian dub, right. like... yeah. Why don't you just put your account on Russian and then a default to Russian or something like that? I don't know. Control is kind of stupid in that sense. Yeah, but yeah. Um, some people were saying like, like fun the fun something about Funimation and their dubs, but they're gonna miss that. They're still but, gonna make dubs. No, nah, I know, but there's someone, a YouTuber, Glass Reflection made like a 15 minute video about this, and he was talking about the dubs and buying DVDs and shit like that. Yeah, that's I, still I gonna be a thing that. though. Yeah, I don't know what he. I forgot what he's talking about, but. Well. Funimation is kind of their main thing is producing dubs and uh, Blu-rays for for people to buy. And I'm a Blu-ray guy, so I love I hate Funimation when it comes to their service. But Funimation, you got to respect them for kind of making a Blu-ray of like every show. Like that's Mm -hmm. not something that everybody can do. You got to respect them for giving almost every show a dub. You know, that's something that not everybody can do. And I don't think that's going to stop. I think the Funimation brand is going to be dissolved, but I think that Blu-rays and dubs are still going to be produced by like that team. I don't think like that's going to, I don't think that's going to stop. I don't know if that's what he was implying, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I forgot. I don't know. I forgot who he's talking yeah. about. So. That's a very lucrative like business. Like, I don't know. I don't think that'll stop. Everybody buys Blu-rays. R.I.P. to Funimation. I know. Yeah. You guys kind of suck, but they suck. But it's it's scary. You know, when you think about it, like, like, are they even gonna make Crunchyroll originals anymore? Like, what's the point? There's no reason to. You know. I don't know. They just lost 1.1 billion dollars, so they probably didn't have their funds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. It's interesting. I um, I don't really know what to to say. Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll is literally like the only competing anime thing, and I guess Netflix. Netflix has a lot of good originals, but Netflix can't compete with fucking Crunchyroll. You know? Yeah. Like, 
it's not even the same market really netflix yeah. everybody who has crunchyroll already has netflix kind of for other reasons <clears throat> besides anime there was high dive but high dive is like not even in the in the competition anymore it's like not even considered like a main thing yeah but and good news uh jobless reincarnation got not season two got announced yeah i saw that that's that's great and classroom of the elite got season two got announced as well is that have you seen classroom of the elite no what is that about is that is that new no nah, it came out in 2016 and for some reason the show was so huge uh let me search this up let me say This is this is gonna be crazy. So, classroom of the elite got fucking seventy six million views on Kiss Anime alone. Why? That's a lot of views, right? For a fucking pirated site. Because the only like you look at the popularity, it's like One Piece, Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, classroom of the elite. <laughs> it's crazy, but. Yeah, literally, it's Naruto, Hunter, One Piece, Classroom of the Elite, then Dragon Ball. Wow. And the show, I don't know why it was so popular, but the show ended, and then, like, I remember I watched it, and I was, like, I was hyped for season two. This is the, my early days anime when I thought shit was good. But the show was actually very mid. Yeah. <laughs> I remember reading the, the Kiss anime comments and people were like, season two's never gonna come out. They made this show they made this show like you can uh you can buy the light novels, right? And I was like, No way. Yeah. Then like fast forward like four years, I'm like, What happened to Classroom of the Elite? And I was like, I searched it up and it was like, Yeah, buy the fucking light novels. I was like I was like, damn <laughs> And then now it got an announced and it's it's huge. It's a huge announcement. Interesting. That's cool. It is crazy. Um, I'm gonna watch it. It's gonna be so. It's gonna be so hyped. Oh, really? I've never even heard of this show. I guess I'll let me look it up real quick. Let me end the recording though. Like 73 million views on a pirated site. That's <laughs> a lot of people, Ali. Yeah, for a weirdo show. Why is that? No idea. No one's ever made a video on it. Oh, I've seen this poster before. What is this show even about? This fucking cool, stoic main character goes to the school and fucking uses people. Hmm. Look, main character, best badass moment, 7 million views. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I'll check it out. 12 episodes or 24? 12. Okay. Interesting. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. What's um what are the big anime for next season? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> no eye on the radar. I wanna <laughs> finally watch Kagi Osama. I think season three is next next month. Um, yeah, Kagi Osama is good. Um, After Attack on Titan ends, what other like anime in reserve? do we have to look forward to <laughs> um 
Chainsaw Man? Yes, Chainsaw Man. That's true. It's Chainsaw Man. And that's it. Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu, Fucking Bleach, Final Season. That's true. That's also true. I guess there is a bunch of stuff. Um, fucking oh, Spy X Family's coming out next season. Next season? Oh wow. Kaigo something's coming out next season. We rise of the fucking Shield Hero. <laughs> Isekai. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. I have to watch. Why? <laughs> You how far have you gotten into it already? I finished the first one. Oh, just give up. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> oh, call me the call me can't communicate in the season two. Yeah, oh, I saw. Yeah. Oh, you talking about shows we're waiting on? Well, shit, I'm waiting on JoJo Part Six to come. Yeah, I know. You know that's like happening. Like it's airing, like in Japan, and we're just fucking sitting here. Like if you want to watch it illegally, like it's there. But I'll just wait. Oh, yeah. Fucking. I saw uh-huh. clips. I saw clips of Comey Can't Communicate, and it actually didn't look that bad. I was really cynical, and I was like, oh, I read the manga, and the anime's going to be ass. And then I saw clips, and I was like, oh, they actually, like, tried. Um, yeah. So. Well, that's I coming out weekly show. on Netflix. Hmm? That was coming out weekly on Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. You saw the first episode though? Yeah. Okay. Didn't impress it didn't um have an impression on you? It was alright. Yeah. Not really for me. If if it's... that show came out in like twenty seventeen, I would have watched it. Mm, yeah. It is it is one of those shows that's like it's a very cutesy people call it Moe. I don't know what Moe means, but yeah, and probably in the last episode, Maykek the hugs her and she like freaks out. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's what for. Yep. But next season looking good though. Spy X Family. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I um, I read like the first volume of the manga. That's that's a pe- that's one that people talk very highly of, and it was very good from what I read. I saw the trailer, and it looks like okay in anime form, but hopefully the story carries it. It looks like a Dr. Stone situation where, like, the story's OD, but the animation's, like, not as good as you'd expect it to be when they adapt the anime. Maybe I'm being mm-hmm. cynical, but I don't know. We'll wait till it comes out. I'll watch that. Bro, we, so fucking summer, we got Devil's a Part-Timer Season 2. We have Rent a Girlfriend Season 2. Did you watch the first one? Yeah. Was it good? No. Okay. <laughs> Are you naming these things because they're bad, or, or? I'm naming them because they're, they're big. Yeah. Devil is a part timer. kind of. Will I watch Rent a Girlfriend season two? Yes, sadly. <laughs> Why do you watch things you don't like still, especially second seasons when you know that it's like a lost cause? I'm already halfway there. Because watching, watching, I'd rather just watch it weekly. Mm-hmm. Then just watch it. Then, I see. then it's done. That's very interesting. I'm it's surprised. Like, weekly, it's so easy to watch. Yeah, that's where most of my bad shows come from. Man, that's interesting. I feel like for me, when I was trying to do that, I um, 
I would have like three things that I'd have to watch on Sunday. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch Shield Hero uh, and then watch whatever comes after. So sometimes, I mean, just a month ago, we I was every Sunday. I was watching Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Yeah. So and Euphoria. So. Yeah, that's but those are those are three bangers. That's that's a different story. Those are two bangers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, I guess Chainsaw Man doesn't really have a, a date. date. Yeah, I guess Chainsaw Man's the main thing. Oh, yeah, Mob Psycho got announced. Yeah, that's pretty big. We still got my hero on the way. Made an abyss on the way. Is it? Gob- Goblin Slayer. Have you seen Goblin Slayer? Is it no, bad? That's a, that's a bad show I refuse to watch. Okay. I hear How to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon Season 4. Okay. <laughs> season 4. Oh my god. Yes, god. I've watched all the other seasons. Yes. Oh my god. Really? <laughs> <laughs> why do you, do you feel like you need to watch an entire show to call it bad? Is that why? Is that why? I just watch Villain Saga too. I'm looking forward um, to that. That's gonna be animated by Mappa. I just watch shows, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> okay. season two. I still gotta watch. Yeah. Uzumaki. Yeah, that's gonna be Dark fire. Dawn. That's like one of the only things I'm looking forward to. Out of everything I said, that's the only thing you're looking forward to. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Well, n- other things weren't bad, but that's like number two on the list. Probably number one. That might. I might. What be about fucking Demon Slayer? Oh well, you didn't say Demon Slayer. Of course, I'm excited for Demon Slayer. <laughs> But you know that doesn't count. I'm talking about the ones that are on the yeah. list in the near future, Manny. If it's not on the list, then it doesn't count. <laughs> Demon Slayer. I want to say back to a gazillion years. One that I just read, it just they don't have a date. Just say later. Blue Lock. That what? I hear so many like. Show the poster. You ever heard of? Huh? What's the poster look like? I've never heard of that. It's a soccer anime. Oh, I've never heard. I of hear. That. I hear. I don't watch sports anime. And even though I'm a soccer fan, it doesn't interest me. But I've I've heard I've seen so many videos of non soccer fans like hyping up the show. So Blue Hawk, Blue Lock. Oh, okay, interesting. And it's about winning the World Cup, which Japan has never done. So oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess I don't watch sports anime either. Um... I'm trying to think of one. I guess ping I'm, pong. Yeah, ping pong. I guess that counts. I, I guess the the reason why I like ping pong is because the focus is not ping pong. <laughs> it's not really about ping pong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so many people watch like Haikyuu. People love Haikyuu. And it's just, yeah. I um, I never even really gave it a chance. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. But it seems like I am going to play Elden Ring throughout the night. 
Yeah, it seems like I'm going to try to start Attack on Titan. And uh, that'll be what where consumes you, me. Where are you starting from? Episode 1, Season 1. <laughs> Episode 1. From to you, 2,000 years in the past. Hmm? Huh? <laughs> that's what the title that's what the, the, the title of the episode oh really <laughs> who are you 2000 years from the past oh I don't I didn't even remember that wow fuck that's interesting <laughs> wow I'll keep note of the episode names from now on if they have such significance I am excited have you heard of um, the sorry to change the topic from Attack on Titan but have you heard remember the kings the it's like on right now and like people i see good things being said oh, I, I never heard that. Hmm. yeah still disinterested in odd taxi it's rather watch other things right yeah now. Okay. I mean, I'm. Sunny Boy is doing really well. Okay. I'm glad you're enjoying Sunny Boy. Hopefully, I'll get to yeah. it eventually. Um. Yeah, I. I'm. I'm excited. How far are you into Elden Ring? Does it say like your runtime? Dude. Oh my god! This game fucking time just fucking flies when you get fucked up. Mm. I, bro, like literally. What the hell? Come on. Fucking like you, bro. You spawn like this game. So you spawn right, and then like you walk up, and then like you just walking, then a boss lands right in front of you, right? <laughs> like right when you spawn, and like. You're supposed to lose to this boss, and I lost. But I searched up people like beat this boss so, like level one. Yeah. And then I was like, damn. But yeah, you spawn, you get beat up by this boss. You get like one tapped by this boss. Then you like spawn again, and then like you do the tutorial, and then you like you're in the world, and then the game doesn't tell you where to go, mm-hmm. right? Like you can literally go left, right, straight. Like you can go any fucking way, right? Yeah. But right, like. Right in front of you is a boss right there, like right when the game starts, and you can oh. just like run. You can like run around <laughs> him or like straight up fight him right there. I was like, I remember like I was fighting him and just losing. I want to give up. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking already giving up the game, but yeah, I'm well, going strong. Let me see how much time I have. It's an RPG, so you level up. You can just grind it out, right? Yeah, but, like, it was so, like, insane because, like, for them to put that boss right in front of you was disrespectful. <laughs> and, like, his moveset was, like, insane. It was like, bro, what do you, what do you even do to fight this guy? I have eight hours. Oh, okay. I bought the game on Friday. Wow. I've I've not gone far at all. Yeah. It doesn't, eight hours doesn't sound like a lot. I it seems like one of those one hundred hour kind of experiences and I'm not I'm not ready for that right now. It sucks. Yeah. I, I, I I hate being out of the loop when it comes to video games, but I just I don't have the time. 
If it's not like under 30 hours, like I, I'm not going to play it. Mm. But I'm glad that you're playing something besides 2K. <laughs> uh, experiencing. One, you know, one game. cool thing about the two, like where you find the gut sword is like, it's like fucking. Band of the Hawk. I would show you this, but this is like an Attack on Titan spoiler, so I can't even show you this. Wow, there's an Attack on Titan reference. I say, I say it is. Okay. But you wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, where you get the gut sword? Oh, I'm right here. I think this is the the little fucking the guts thing. The, the, yeah. What's it called? Memorial. Yeah. The um, I don't remember what they called it, but it is like it is the that thing yeah yeah they do that a lot i want to i want to show you that was in fucking genshin impact it's like that references in like so many games people love berserk they did that in genshin impact yeah that's dope it is but i want to show you this real quick why is he not doing it I'm gonna try this one more time, but take your time. Uh, like where you get the gut sword? Okay, yeah. Look, it literally looks like the fucking um, like the ending of in, in the movies. It looks like the what's it, what's it called in the the, the show? eclipse? The eclipse. Yeah, it looks like the fucking eclipse, and this wow. way you get the sword. Yeah, that's very intentional. <laughs> Damn, these niggas really love Berserk. Ugh. Man. I also... One of my big motivators for not playing new games is because I don't have a PS5. But if I were to buy Elden Ring, I'd, I have a Series X. So I would just get it on that. But it's mm -hmm. multiplayer. So I'd want the option to be able to play with people. Fuck. So I would probably want to get it on the PlayStation. Maybe not fucking... Monster. <laughs> Fuck this game. Uh, like, it, it, uh, this game, this game is so hard. Like, it's so. If hard. I had an endless amount of time, that wouldn't mean anything to me. If I could play the game constantly, I would gladly like accept the challenge. Nah, I accept the challenge. I'm not giving up, but. It's so it's hard. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. That's what I've been up to. Yeah. I, um, what have I been up to? Batman, movies. Uh, uh, nothing of substance. Nothing worth mentioning. Let's see. Nothing fun. I've been up to a lot of stuff, but nothing like, nothing that's cool. Just a bunch of stupid shit. Uh, I appreciate you asking. <laughs> um, yeah, I ain't got nothing. I'm just going to continue being uh, a Riddler incel beta and watch anime. <laughs> Talk to my community. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, 
Yeah, I, I want to stay on, but I don't. I don't know if I have anything else to say. Yeah, this is all I've been doing this Elden Ring. Yeah. All right. Well, remember Ninja Scroll, Jinro, and do you have your tickets for Jujutsu? Do you want to pick a day for Jujutsu? The call. Ryan's gonna do. I'm gonna go on. Uh, I don't know. Just do it. I'm gonna watch it on Saturday, so I guess that's Sunday. All right. So. Let me see. Um, what is... Uh, oh, that's this Saturday. Okay, so Jujutsu Kaisen is next. God damn, next this game free. Look at this fucking... You freaks me out. That looks really cool. Man, I haven't like seen <laughs> any footage on the game either. Do, can you jump? Uh, what'd you say can you jump <laughs> yeah. oh really you can't jump in souls games usually except Sekiro I'm gonna show you this like how, how this dude like I'm on horseback look how this dude fucking attacks oh my god <laughs> I and the, those two fucking beasts right there, like they guard the the gut sword. There's two of them guarding it. You have to go. Oh my god, kill. that's that's also a reference. That's really cool. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Give me the sword. I, and the thing is, even if I get the sword, I can't even fucking use it. My character's not even strong enough. To fucking... <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, yeah. But it looks cool. It does look cool. Did you find that on your own or did you look it up? I fucking saw it on like TikTok. Mm. I saw it and I'm like, yeah, I get the game. Interesting. Yeah. How's TikTok looking these days? People talking about Batman, <laughs> people making jokes. I don't know what's going on in that. No, no. <laughs> You're not on it that much. And people, all I see is just people comparing different anime to each other. Oh. You know what? TikTok is putting a lot of people on to a lot of to a lot of shows. <laughs> <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> oh my god. That is so good. Oh, I'm going to make sure like god, that that moment is captured in time. I will never forget that. <laughs> That's a fucking clip right there. That's so good. <laughs> what, what were you saying? People go... <laughs> People comparing anime on TikTok. People will, will be like, "Best anime characters, guts, fucking Lelouch, Vipatania," uh, yeah. or, or they they just bring up all the try hard characters, and I really doubt the people making these videos like actually watch any of these shows. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They watch the Watch Mojo videos that said the same things, but best manga, Vagabond, Berserk. I know. <laughs> 
20 the boy centuries or 20 boy century fucking uh monster like yeah i really doubt you watched that bro i know i really i really want to watch monster i want to read that stuff too monsters is so long 70 episodes man that would, that would take us a long time if we ever did that. I feel like when you get back, I don't know if you're going to have time like you used to. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what my life is going to look like when I get back. Fuck. We should try and squeeze in Monster. <laughs> we should do like a really long one before you have to go. That would be nice. Might be asking a little bit too much out of even me, but it would be so cool if we could. Maybe for like the one year, like anniversary or whatever. Oh, I just got killed. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Ugh. Maybe. Uh, last time I watched something long was you, actually. Hmm. Last time I watched something long was JoJo. It didn't even feel that long. I just felt... Because they're all separate. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Attack on Titan goes by smoothly. Hopefully it's not, like, painful. Sometimes I'll watch something, and I won't think it's bad, but I'll just not be invested. And I hope that's not the case with Attack on Titan. Because... My motivation with JoJo was like, I'm going to make a video on it. Never did, but at least I rewatched it, um, and I'm caught up now. With Attack on Titan, I have no intention of like making a video or anything. So I'm less motivated to watch it, like, yeah. constantly. Um, uh, Alexander is making a couple. His last two videos are on that shit. Yeah, I always, like, delete it from my feed whenever he posts it, because I don't want to get spoiled. <laughs> I haven't, like, watched the Alexander video in so long, because he... He's so unapologetic about posting shit that has spoilers in it. Um, that's like his thing. That's like all he does, which is, which is good. He talks about what he wants to talk about. He's like, he's like trying to expand what he's doing now. He's like doing streams and stuff. That's good. Yeah. Uh, anime. He's a. I like them. I like them. Me too. Too bad I never watch him because I'm not caught up on anything. He made a fucking Xenoblade video a long, long, long time ago. And Xenoblade is like my favorite game. And that video was so good on that game. Yeah. I've never even heard it. There are so many things that Alexander like on his Patreon, he had like a he had like a thing where it was like I will make videos on this if I get money for this project and you can donate for each specific video like whichever one you want. And uh Hold on. Look at it. Look at that Is that a crow? Oh my god. <laughs> massive. Yeah. <sighs> That's George R.R. R. Martin. I'm, yeah. turn, I'm turned around. I can't see your face. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is George R. R. Martin, like, on the game. They don't talk about him anymore, but apparently, like, when the game first got announced, it was like, uh, fucking Miyazaki and George R. R. Martin. Not Hayao Miyazaki, but like. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I don't know his first name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. So I wonder if that influence seeps through. I wonder if George is out here, instead of writing the final Game of Thrones book, having fun <laughs> making video games. <laughs> yeah. It is a it is a combo. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes they say like from the creator of blah blah blah, blah but it doesn't feel like it. So hopefully it does. Cause I love myself some Game of Thrones. Have you played Sekiro? I have. I gave up playing that game. Yeah. Looks hard. Do you have a favorite game? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. My favorite games are like... Black Ops 2, Battlefield 4, oh, God of War, really? Red Dead Redemption. I see. Red Red Dead Redemption is incredible. One. Both of them. I love the whole thing. Two is like. Two blew me away. Really. Yeah. That's good. I think I was so turned off by it because I'm a GTA boy, and to just not have the amount of versatility that you have in gta was disheartening mm-hmm. um and the new things the new systems that they introduced into the game kind of just didn't even amount to anything like you can talk to people you can like greet them you can like say a thing and like it just didn't even do anything most of the time and i was like what the fuck yeah but the thing is with that that shit's actually funny because there's like a lot of like funny clips. Mm. I don't know. I think that's like a nice touch. I feel like I feel like I've always thought about like imagine you can just say what's up to this dude. And I can. I know. I think it's a nice touch, but I feel like it didn't work. Like I would do it, and like I wouldn't get like a reaction. And it was it was like it felt like the mechanic was inconsistent in like whether it wanted to have a character do something or not. Um, it was. Nah, I think. I- I don't know, it's all you can do is greet, so like I wasn't really expecting much. Or you can like, antagonize. Yeah. You can say something like you can be like like you look stupid or some shit and they'll like react. Yeah. I thought that I thought that was really cool. Mm. You can do it to anyone, like Yeah. You can just aim your reticle at anybody in the game and antagonize or greet. You can you can even do it to like your friends in the game. Really? You can, like, go up to, like... You can go up to, like, the main character in the first game mm-hmm. and be like, you look like a pile of shit. And be like, what'd you say? <laughs> yeah. What did you, um... What did you think of, like, the shooting in that one? I know it's basically just GTA, but it felt... When I was playing it... Um... I don't know. It It felt more... I don't want to say sluggish, but... 
Well, you are using old guns. I guess so. I guess. For some reason, GTA 5 felt faster. And GTA 5 already is like the same kind of game where GTA 5 is already like a slow shooty game. It takes a while to aim, it takes a while to for like a gun to like fire for like animations to go off. It takes a while to walk and Red Dead um I don't know, just the shooting was a little off to me. But maybe it's because I was using old guns. I don't know. Yeah, you literally using revolvers and shit like that, so. Yeah. I thought it kind of made sense. I just love Red Dead. I just love the theme of Red Dead. I think the whole theme of revenge and redemption is portrayed very nicely. Mm. Yeah, I like. I love how it's shown throughout like the generations, because like the major theme, especially in the second one, is don't look like the main character says all the time is like, like don't look back, but like whenever someone looks back. They mm-hmm. end up dying, you know? Yeah. Like, at the end, we're like... Because Red Dead 1 is, like, in the future. And Red yeah. Dead 2 is in the yeah. past. So, Red Dead 2, the main character is, like... At the very... The climax of the game, he's like, John, whatever you do, don't look back. Just live your life. Don't look back, right? And then eventually... And then, like... Because got, they got betrayed. And then John went out, went out to live his life. Didn't look back. Living, like, amazing life. And then, like... And then he eventually looked back, and that, and then that's how he dies in Red Dead One. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't see it in Red Dead One, but like the way it's shown in Red Dead Two is like so beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. to me. That's really cool. And also, it's also in the, at the end of Red Dead One, like John's kid, the main character in the the first game, like he says the same thing to the kid. Like when he's about to die, he like he he grabs his kid and says, "Yo, whatever you do, don't look back." And then the kid at the very end of the game kills the guy who kills his dad. So he looks back. So eventually like, he's going to, he's going to get what's coming. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's fucking awesome. I love how it's, it's, it's all amazing. I, I damn near cried at the, the end of the second one. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. I hear a lot of people say the story is great. Um, yeah, that's good. I'm glad people enjoyed it. Whenever I hear good things about something, I will, I will reconsider giving it a second chance. Um, because I wanted, I wanted to like that game. Once again, another game that's like a gazillion hours long, and I'm always intimidated by open world games. I always want to do everything the game has to offer, and then I guess, and then I just give up, and I'm just like, never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, it is a it is a commitment. Yeah. Uh such a bummer. I'm such a boomer. <laughs> All right, bro. I'm gonna fully Cole. dive in into eldering like it's oh. elder. <laughs> no, I was gonna say like it's fucking sorta of online. <laughs> yeah, dive in, pick up some girls in a Elden dungeon. <laughs> All right, well, probably go watch Attack on Titan. Okay. All right, bro. See you, buddy. See you in the next episode. Next episode, March twentieth. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.
Bye.